0: Hello and welcome to the first By God Wrestling Podcast of 2016. We are back after a rather long hiatus. Um, we're hoping to be a bit more regular this year. There's like a calendar and it's got dates in and things that tell us when we're supposed to record episodes, so that's good. Uh, as per usual, I am your host, Chris Lipscomb. Joining me this week is the wrestling mastermind, Colin Barr. Say hello, Colin. Hello. And also with us this week is the wrestling historian, Peter Chapman. Say hello, Peter. Finally. He's Chapman back. has come back. He's back. He's back because he's back for the glory. Because this this episode, we're gonna look forward to 2016. But first, we're gonna give out our awards for 2015. I'm here uh, for the Silverway. There are six categories. Uh, which I got the bad games. Yeah. <laughs> uh, six categories. Are commentary of the year, feud of the year, match of the year, best tag team, best female wrestler, and best male wrestler.
1: Is that the category you just added that you announced first, Chris? Is that a serious thing?
0: Commentator of the Year, yeah, but it's going to take like two minutes. Okay. It Um, doesn't take that long. The rules are as follows. Uh, People got to nominate five um, nominees in each category. Up to five, don't have to nominate five. There will be two runners-up and a winner chosen from those potentially 15 candidates. Uh, So first category, Commentator of the Year slash Best Commentator. Colin has nominated Xavier Woods by himself. <laughs> Peter has nominated and, Jimmy Uso, Xavier Woods, and Corey Graves. I have nominated Corey Graves, Jimmy Uso, Xavier Woods, Vampiro from Lucha Underground, and Byron Saxton because I just kind of feel bad for him.
1: So the takeaway from this category is that the the regular WWE mainstay commentators are all shit.
0: Yes, none of them get nominated. Fuck those guys.
2: Yes,
1: yeah. That's basically the most important point that we need to make with this category. Yeah, Like
0: yeah. new SmackDown guys seems good, but he did not commentate in twenty fifteen.
1: Yeah. I was gonna I was gonna argue his case, because with one show he's already better than Michael Cole. Yeah.
2: But... Well, if you think Michael Cole is bad, you should try listening to TNA commenter yeah. with Josh Matthews and the Pope as the oh, worst Jesus. thing known to
0: They've got the Pope <laughs> the on pope. it! I know, I, 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 know I know, not the actual Pope, but still, he's not, no. He's, he's... No,
2: it is the worst thing that's ever happened in the world.
0: He's ever. much too, like, braggadocious to do normal commentary.
2: He's much
1: too shit. He oh. really just shouldn't do it. I'd also like to point out that this week, before I watched Smackdown that had that new guy on it who's really good, um, this week Chris reminded me that Joey Styles exists, and I got quite sad that he's not commentating.
0: Was that because I reminded you about Joey Styles? Yes. When, cause I, the, would, I would be
2: more sad if he wasn't a crazy right wing conservative who hates He is a everyone. bit crazy, yes. Oh, true. is he? Yeah. Yes. Ah, oh,
1: see? You yeah, yeah, learn about but, your heroes. But on the other hand, yeah. I
0: kind of like him because he just publishes whatever the fuck he wants on WWE.com. <laughs> and, like, no one that's seems true. to notice. Because
1: pretty... nobody looks at WWE.com. Mm.
2: Yeah, nobody visit, visits websites in 2016.
1: It's all about the social media.
0: So about the Twitter. Anyway, I think our top three are clearly uh, Corey Graves, Jimmy Uso, and Xavier Woods. The question is, who wins? I don't know.
1: Can can we have Xavier Woods? Is he is he allowed? Because you were disputing that inclusion originally, Chris.
0: Yeah, but I'm quite tired, so I can't really be asked to argue.
1: Oh, in that case, then just give it to Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods.
0: Yeah. Yay. Xavier Woods wins for being. Oh. I I I'm going to count Xavier Woods because. Xavier Woods commentates even when he's not on commentary. He just shouts from ringside at <laughs> And it's often louder
1: than the three yeah. people that have microphones. He yeah,
0: just shouts at Michael Cole. It's brilliant. Um, Honourable mention actually goes to Kevin Owens for shouting at Michael Cole to watch this and then immediately getting punched in the face every single time. <laughs> oh dear, that's
1: actually been a good trend this year is the interaction with Michael Cole because Dean Ambrose said that he would replace him with a fish tank as well.
0: Yeah. That was brilliant. That was quite good. In that fucking weird interview he gave once he won the um, IC championship.
1: Uh, no, it was when he was talking about what he would do if he won the heavyweight championship.
0: Oh, was it? Oh, okay. I thought it was when he won the... I thought Wasn't it the interview he gave after in the IC belt, though?
2: No, uh, I think it was... Was it not
0: before Survivor Series?
2: Yeah, uh,
1: it was before the in the match with... Before, yeah, before the ladder match. Oh, okay. About the whole tournament thing.
0: He's still crazy. Okay? He, I mean, he is the lunatic fringe. So. Yeah,
1: he is actually as well. Like I've seen him be a normal, like not be in character, and he is actually kind of just a bit like that.
0: Yeah, he seems crazy. He's a weird guy.
1: Yeah. He was on that table for three as well that's on the WWE Network, and he turned up and he didn't use a knife for the whole thing. He just sat <laughs> and ate his dinner with a fork. What? Like picking up big bits of meat and just biting the end off them and putting them down again.
0: Oh, he's a weird man.
1: It's like he doesn't, like, no, I'm an American. I don't use a knife. okay
0: all right next category yeah
1: strange strange
0: man next category feud of the year colin has nominated uh brock lesnar versus roman reigns kevin owens versus everyone undertaker versus brock lesnar and that's not grado being sweet as fuck is not a feud it really is
2: you think about it grado versus boredom
0: Yes, okay. Yes. <laughs> I, I will allow, if you rephrase it as Grado versus Boredom, I will accept that.
2: <laughs> Grado versus Boredom, I'll I'm give you that.
0: I'll write that in. <laughs> well, he's
2: feuded with great people this year. He yes. feuded with Bram and Drew Galloway. Um, he jumped off a balcony onto Bram. He's a crazy man.
0: He's a weird man.
2: Um, he's the best man. I met him. Did you see I met him? I met him. Did you, did you have Probably. a nice time? Was he lovely? Yeah, Bill spoke to him. He just spoke to me.
0: Oh, that's, that's weird. <laughs> I imagine that's how it would go. Yeah, yeah. Actually, no, I imagine that. He's, he doesn't seem like he shuts up. No, he was telling
2: me... This a comic con, so it was at a stall with a queue of people. And I was there for about five minutes, where he was telling me about his time on River City. So oh, right. Scottish soap.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and how the new producer hated him, but he really wanted to do it, but she still hated him. And he was also telling me that his sister-in-law does his T-shirts. Oh, right. And he pays her with a chippy every few weeks. <laughs> he hasn't got any new t shirts because he's forgot to buy her a chippy in the past <laughs> few weeks. So,
3: well, that's it, our business is done.
2: Yeah. So that's, that, that, oh, man, that, that's, that's how every Scottish business is run. <laughs> just feed each other like fried food. Oh,
0: Grado's the best. Um, right. Uh, Peter has nominated Kevin oh, Owens. We, we have our nominations. Grado just doesn't win. No. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Owens know. versus John Cena. Well, Greydo might win rest of the year on the back of that story though. Um, Yes. (laughs) uh, Peter's nominated Kevin Owens versus John Cena. uh, Rollins versus John Stewart and Rollins versus Kane. Uh, I have nominated uh Will Ospreay versus Marty Squirrel. Um Kevin Owens versus everyone, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn, Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar, just for the sheer amount of dick kicks. Uh, <laughs> and Rollins versus John Stewart now I think Kevin oh, Owens I love that as phrase by the way dick kicks yeah because they weren't low blows he so was literally you could see just kick him in the dick um right I think given that Kevin Owens has been nominated multiple times he has to win this right Kevin Owens versus everyone because we can just roll Sami Zayn and John Cena up into Kevin Owens versus everyone yeah that's
2: fair There was a point in the year where he was simultaneously feuding with about nine people. (laughs)
0: Yes, (laughs) there was. Kevin Owens is like actively feuding with backstage interviewers. It's brilliant. He's nuts. Yeah, and
1: like you mentioned, Michael Cole. He seemed to have a feud going with Michael Cole for a while.
0: Yeah. Mm.
1: For no good reason. Other than Michael Cole's a dick, obviously.
2: Obviously. I I will give mention that Roman Reigns and Lesnar was decent. uh, But I'd also undertake a bro Lesnar was pretty good.
0: Yeah, I think Take a but, bro- Take a Brock Lesnar was really good and quite interesting. Plus, um, you had
2: Paul Heyman singing "Gory Gory Brock yeah. which that is was obviously fabulous. the greatest moment of the year.
0: Yeah, um, I I would say I liked. At the time, I think we all decided we didn't like the fake tap out thing at Summerslam. No, but I think on reflection, it kind of works for the feud as a whole. It kind of it kind you, of does. The only thing I say it about that it is forward. it went
1: back and forth a bit too much and. That's kind of a weird thing to say, considering it only was spread over, what, three matches?
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: Also, by far, like, the best start to a feud I've seen in a long time. Undertaker returns, kicks him in the dick, comes back the next night, and they're just screaming about how they're going to kill each other. That was amazing.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that brought go good. Yeah, And I mm-hmm. liked how
0: it was genuinely booked as, like, a big fight. Like, we can't let them fight now because it's free. We want them to fight when we're paying, them, when they're uh, making us money.
1: Yeah, well, I think that's Paul Heyman's influence. He can all tell that angle. Yeah. He's very good at it.
0: Yeah. Um, so do you want that? Do we want that to go as a runner-up, Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar?
1: I think that's fair. You two both have that in your nominations, and I only didn't have it because I didn't think of it.
0: All
2: right. I forgot about Rollins versus Jon Stewart, but yeah. <laughs> that is always the best thing to should
1: with. Well, we should discuss seth rollins at least
0: yeah i mean he's feuded he the thing is he hasn't really feuded with anyone this year last year was the whole dean ambrose thing this year has been like lots of little feuds apart from i guess i guess maybe kane does kane count
1: i think kane counts because it went over a span of weeks but i think i'm not sure that he deserves to be included here but I think that he deserves a mention because of the way he had all those little feuds. He kind of carried the heel side of the WWE for yeah, that's very true, like six months.
0: Yeah,
1: um, really until the introduction of Kevin Owens, Rollins was the only big mouthy heel that they had. Yeah, um, so he, I mean, he had a, that feud with John Stewart, which I thought was brilliant, and then the whole thing he did with Kane. I thought Kane was brilliant through that whole feud, and obviously, it only yeah. works if he has Rollins to play off. I, I think um, the interesting
0: thing as well is he. For a significant period of time, made the chicken shit heel viable again, and that hasn't been on WWE for a while.
1: Yeah, it's I think it's no small feat that he managed to come out of WrestleMania having taken the title from Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And keep the title from Brock Lesnar, and that was okay. Yeah. You know, they they for all the criticism that WWE Creative rightly gets, I think that they managed that angle quite well. Yeah. It did. And I think that Rollins played his part in that spectacularly well. Mm. And that's just amplified by the fact that he's missed so much from TV since since his injury.
0: Yeah, I guess that's true. I'd like to give a quick mention to Will Ospreay versus Marty Scull, which is just because that's been a big feud on the British indie scene this year that's kind of spilled across multiple promotions. And those two have kind of come up together and say, know each other so well. It's just one of those beautiful natural feuds when you've got two guys who are probably like the two best British wrestlers at the minute, like indie wrestlers. And they are at the top of their games and just have like come up together in this perfect time. And you've got like the classic baby face and just a dickish heel. And that's quite nice. Uh, but I don't think it deserves to win. But
1: I've just slipped late entry here.
0: What have you put in? Roman, Roman Reigns, Reigns was... versus the. No, that's, that was terrible. Everything about that was awful. He <laughs> dim-
2: dismissed that quite well. well
3: I think that's fair, is, Chris.
0: <laughs> is, that, um, is that Oh Well, yeah. Sell me on it, Peter. Sell me on it. Why is that because, a good thing? Because
1: coming into WrestleMania last year, so like almost a year ago, everybody hated Roman Reigns. And yeah. since then, they've built him in such a way that now almost everybody's behind him. And that's obviously something that they had to do, but it's something that has been a process. And that process has been the feud with the
0: authority. The the only way they have managed to get Roman Reigns over to the extent he is now, which is not a lot, but I will contend, I'd probably accept that he is over, but he's not like super over.
1: No, he's not hot yet, but he's, he's certainly turned a corner.
0: Yeah. But I, the, the only way they seem to have done it is they have thrown Literally every resource they have at him.
1: They have, up to and including Vincent Kennedy McMahon. they, they
0: bought Vincent McMahon back from effective retirement as an on screen character. Yep. Like that. It, it, has, it has worked. It's worked. But it, I just think it doesn't really say an awful lot for Roman Reigns' part in the feud. Well, it's not
2: been Reigns' fault that he hasn't got over to this point. Well,. No, in been... a way, in a way it is, but in a way it's the way they've handled him. So it has held his own in this field. And as Peter says, everyone hates the Authority so much that he is now the default good guy that everyone has to support. Yeah, who, I think who, a lot who of are that... you gonna cheer for between Seamus and Roman Reigns? Yeah. People cheered for Seamus at Survivor Series, but they don't know.
1: Nope. This is it, That Survivor Series match. By the end of that. Basically they got cheers at that, but by the end of that, they were pretty much done with Seamus. The crowd, anyway. Um, I think that I don't think that Roman Reigns has done a particularly stellar job, but I think he's done a good enough job, and I think that the company has done a good enough job in selling that feud to get Roman Reigns to the position where he's in. And this time last year, I didn't think it was possible. Well, maybe not this time last year, yeah. The Royal Rumble last year. I didn't think that they'd ever get Roman Reigns over the way they wanted him over for like I think I thought they would basically have to go away for a year and come back.
2: Yeah, when he had that injury before, I thought that was the time where he'd go away and come back and be the badass that everyone wanted mm-hmm. to see. And then he got booed out of the building at the Royal Rumble, and it was mm-hmm. kind of that way ever since.
1: And he has. I mean, he's he's had the look of that uh, you, you couldn't call it look of Seth Rollins' injury, and of Daniel Bryan being away, and even like Randy Orton being out. The the company has had to. You know, they have no other choice, but they were obviously set on this trajectory beforehand.
0: Yeah. I think, I they, just think that they were, they've done a, a they... good,
1: solid job. I don't think it's necessarily the most interesting feud or the thing that I was the most excited about, but I think they've done a good, solid job of turning around a situation.
0: I'd like to make a strong case for Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. Solely okay. solely because... Sami Zayn's involved, so I'm listening. Solely because... Kevin Owens... He, Sami Zayn... Has been injured for a significant portion of this year. Seven months. Kevin Owens managed to keep the feud going by himself against <laughs> an injured wrestler. That is incredible.
1: <laughs> yes, I agree.
0: Like Kevin, Kevin Owens is
1: incredible, but that's kind of folded into the 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 well. I guess I, I, I guess folded into Kevin Owens versus character. everyone.
0: Yeah, it's just like that in particular was a highlight for me. Like, him, at when they were, like, at uh, Comic-Con or something, and they were, like, showing off the toys, and it was an NXT panel, and Sami Zayn arrives, and Kevin Owens just glares at him as he walks past, and <laughs> William Regal has to step in, and is like, there'll be no fighting here. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's fabulous. Uh, but yeah, I guess that does get rolled into Kevin Owens versus everyone. Um, So, we, we do need a third place, though, so what are we going to have?
1: Um, I don't know.
0: I would expect Seth Rollins versus John Stewart. Just yeah, I was, it was thinking to go with that. It's a lot yeah. of fun, wasn't it?
1: It was. It was, and it crossed over onto The Daily Show. and
0: Yeah, it crossed over into The Daily Obviously, Show like, multiple times. He had times. like a,
1: a two-month feud with a guy that's not a wrestler.
0: Yeah. And also, fabulously, when um, like Seth Rollins came back when Jon Stewart left The Daily Show to present like some clips and also presented him with a WWE title belt, and uh john stewart put up like an instagram or something with it and just tagged it as i'm selling out um (laughs) which is just like yeah okay that's really that makes it so i think we have to go with that so Uh,
2: you're making me miss john stewart
0: Uh, he was good right
2: i don't have enough john stewart in my life anymore
0: he's been on um he's been on a couple of things recently where he's been because he's involved with the campaign to keep funding for 9/11 first responders going, or something like that. And he's yeah, been he was on, on the Daily right? Show. Yeah, and he was also on um, Stephen Colbert's show. Hmm. Um, yeah, he's on Stephen Colbert's show doing an amazing Trump impression. Uh. <laughs> right. So in in feud of the year, Kevin Owens versus everyone wins. Uh, followed by Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar and Seth versus John Stewart. Uh, next up, match of the year. We're really running through this. I like it. It's much better than last year, which went on forever. Um, we, we
2: did do a, a four hour podcast.
0: Yeah, it was. That it was, <laughs> got well, split into two parts. Got it? split into two a, parts because it was too dodge. long. Yeah. Uh, right. Match of the year. I think this is where we might slow down a little bit. Match of the year. Colin <laughs> has nominated uh, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns from WrestleMania 31, which in brackets versus Seth Rollins. Um or are you, are you only counting the, the one-on-one aspect? And as soon as it became a triple threat, you were like, no, I'll have none of that's this. When, that's when Colin checked out.
2: <laughs> no, I respect the rules of wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a match. It doesn't count. Fuck Seth Rollins. Um, uh,
0: I'm bro- counting Seth Rollins. Yeah, part that's fine. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus John Cena versus Seth Rollins from the Royal Rumble, which is a very good shout. Um, Brock Lesnar versus The Undertaker, uh, Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks NXT. Which one are you talking? The th- the the Iron Man match. No, that's that's,
1: that's
3: Becky Sasha. He's listening. Oh, that's
0: yeah, Becky Lynch. Oh, which one then? when was that? I, I can't. I
2: can't remember. Uh, it, was, it was on NXT. I don't think it was on a takeover. I think it, it was just wasn't. A sh- it yeah. was the
1: last match that they wrestled before they. All oh came yeah, up, I remember.
2: The, the yeah. Cry, just yeah. before
1: they spun yeah, yeah, into yeah, yeah. the Bayley feud.
2: I think it was a. I think it was a title match.
1: It was. It yeah. was a
2: title uh, match. I, I just remember that being the, the best women's match I've ever seen. It was. That's
1: a very interesting pick, actually. I'd forgotten about that.
2: Uh, up with the triple threat. The, the, oh, the fatal four
0: way. Sorry, was yeah.
2: it? Yeah. Before.
0: Um, it was... And then also Grado versus Drew Galloway. Hmm? Peter has so. Selected... No, you, you missed one. Oh, the Nak versus Legion. You can't have six picks. The rules no. are five.
2: I am a I'm a maverick. I right, break the rules,
0: Chris. All right, fine.
2: Just you try and me in. I'll pick <laughs> seven I will pick seven for Titan of the Year if you force my hand.
0: Alright, fine. Um Peter has selected Sasha Banks versus Bailey, NXT takeover Brooklyn, where originally he wrote Tokyo and I corrected it for him. Um Finn Balor 20. versus Kevin Owens, NXT take and oh, no, then it was just uh the Beast from the east, Beast in, in the east, Beast yeah. in the east from Tokyo. Uh, Finn Balor versus Apollo Cruz, which was NXT London, I think. Uh, uh,
3: no, it wasn't. It was just an NXT show.
0: Okay, that was wasn't that the... No, Samoa Joe was London. Yeah, um, yeah,
2: yeah Samoa Joe turned in that match, didn't he?
0: Yeah. Yes. Uh, any of Cesaro versus Cena, which you should have had that for best feud. You can't have any. Oh, but,
1: that wasn't really a feud, though. It was just that US Open thing, but Cesaro right. did it for about four weeks in a row. All
0: right. Yeah. And uh, Lesnar versus Range WrestleMania on One, 31 Again, ignoring Seth Rollins' part in it. Oh, oh. I've just remembered the
2: feud of the year. We, we've already picked oh. that. Oh, no, no. Let's no. pick <laughs> another one. It's Heath Slater versus the sound guy that won't ever play for him. Oh,
0: that's <laughs> a solid <laughs> choice. Yes. <laughs> it's a solid I mean, choice. Did, 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 did we
2: tweet or see the tweet of Hits Slater's music, and 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 no one ever hits Slater's music. Um, I, no, we're not,
3: we're not, changing it. We're not changing, it.
0: We're not changing right. it. Um, well, that's for my head. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I have selected for match of the year AJ Styles, for, AJ Styles versus Akada from uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling Dominion seven point five because they number <laughs> shit. Weirdly, like all their naming conventions are mental. Um, Brock Lesnar versus John Cena versus Seth Rollins, Royal Rumble, uh, Sasha Banks versus Bayley, NXT Takeover, Brooklyn, which I'm changing that pick. I don't want that one, I want the Iron Man match, which I liked more. Uh, Really, yeah, Yeah. I like that more. Mm -hmm. Uh, AJ Styles versus Will Ospreay. Revolution Pro Wrestling High Stakes two thousand and fifteen, which was nearly a year ago. That was like in February. Um and Finn Balor vs Kevin Owens NXT Takeover. That wasn't NXT Takeover, it was Beast in the East in Tokyo. Sorry, I've written that yeah. wrong. Um Okay. Make cases, people.
1: Um can I just like we don't I don't think this is ever gonna make the list, but can we just acknowledge that Cesaro versus Cena was a series of very matches? Yeah, the series a- of a very matches.
0: good matches, yeah, it was. Um, and
1: Cesaro versus Kevin Owens, when they had, in a similar sort of time, they had that yeah. little span as well. Yeah. Cesaro's just been a great performer.
0: He has. I, I think the fact that John Cena is nominated for a Male Wrestler of the Year later is probably part of that.
1: Uh, yes, certainly part of my consideration. Yeah. Considering I'm not a Cena fan, really.
0: Okay. But we can basically say that's not going to win.
1: Yes, I think that... It, Peter, I think Peter's that there is better competition. Automatically
0: given up on it.
1: I just wanted to mention it. It's just fair to mention. Now, uh, right. Let's talk about Sasha Banks versus Bailey.
0: Okay, which and one? This is going to
1: be a fucking knife fight because that Brooklyn match was match of the year, no question. I and you two are wrong. I can't believe Colin doesn't have that match on his list or a variant I, or like, um,
3: like Bailey's list at all. Love Bailey. Yeah, Bayley's, I do love Bailey. I
2: love Bailey. Bailey's the um, best. I like. That match, less Becky and Sasha Banks match.
3: Why? Uh, why? Why, Colin? Justify yourself to me.
2: Justify, it. right, okay. <laughs> I thought it was uh, told a better story. I feel like the action was much more back and forth. The crowd were really on this side, and at the time, it was probably the greatest women's match I've ever seen. At the time, but that's
1: because it was before Sasha Banks versus Bailey.
2: True. Yeah. Um <laughs> Sasha Banks and Bailey was yeah, it was top notch. But something's just holding me back from putting it as my match of the year.
1: I would agree that the Becky Lynch Sasha Banks match was a very good match. Um and like you say, tell a good story and it but it came at the head of a good story, it brought a good story to conclusion. Um but in terms of in ring action, just for the span of that match, I don't think it had. I don't think it was as good as Sasha Banks versus Bailey or the Sasha Banks versus Bailey Iron Woman match.
2: I originally was going to put Bailey Sasha Banks on my list, and I did take it off. Um, I, I, I can't why off. I, it was an absolute top notch match, and it should have been invented that card. Said that the ladder match.
0: Yep. Oh yeah, but, no one can argue with that. Yeah, but. I'm not
2: going to argue against you. It just just didn't make my preferences.
0: I think we have...
1: like One thing that we can agree on is there is a Sasha Banks match that makes the list.
0: Yeah, one of those Sasha Banks matches, definitely. So maybe we should... I preferred the Iron Man match, but I am willing to accept that the Brooklyn match is probably a better match.
1: Again, I thought that the Iron Man match was very good. I thought that they sort of hit all the points that they had to hit, and they got the timing very well done for the end of that. But just as a match in itself, as a pure, like, wrestling match, I think that the the first TakeOver, of the Brooklyn match, was a better one.
0: All right. Well, and that's,
1: I, I don't know, maybe that's just because it didn't have, didn't need any sort of gimmick to the match or anything. It was just a, a pure one-on-one.
2: Yeah. That's that's the thing about Iron match. He says you don't have the same shock value of when the, the finish is going to come. Yeah, and the real hit that with the takeover Brooklyn match. Uh, I Brooklyn. think so.
1: And that yeah. Brooklyn, I think that was the NXT's biggest thing at the time. Well, so the crowd reaction in that made that perhaps more special than it would have otherwise been.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm going to have that definitely in contention as one of the three. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to strike off. That and uh, Colin, can I strike off your Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks from NXT?
2: If you must,
0: right? Yes, as long
1: as I get that match on the card, you can argue amongst yourself. With the rest,
0: I it's not necessarily going to win, it's just in contention at the minute, right? Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins from WrestleMania 31,
2: absolutely phenomenal main event. It is, yeah, uh, so hard hitting so real. It's absolutely brilliant. Uh, this was
1: a phenomenal match before Seth even showed up. Yeah, and that was. was a genuine shock.
2: The shock of Seth Rollins running out in the music kit. Uh, it was. I, I think I told you before I went crazy. It was great.
0: However, I think that Brock Lesnar versus John Cena versus Seth Rollins at the Royal Rumble was a better match.
3: I can't really remember that particularly well. I remember it happening, but I don't remember it being fantastic.
0: Mm.
1: And I'm willing to accept that's my prejudice because I think the Royal Rumble should just be the fucking Royal Rumble match. And everybody else it. should it? Yes.
0: All right, fair enough. Two minutes
1: between contestant entering and 30 contestants in okay. the ring.
0: Okay.
2: That, that's math. The... <laughs> math. Math. What math? The... <laughs> the, uh, the Royal Rumble match is absolutely superb. I had uh, Seth Rollins' elbow off the top rope through the table. Yeah. It had the splash. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: and uh, I, I will the- say, as someone who doesn't, I, I don't normally like multi-man matches because I normally feel they're quite sloppy. But that match and also the three members of the Shield and Randy Orton in the Fatal 4-Way match were both superb examples of how to do a multi-man match well.
1: Yes. And another example of how much Seth Rollins has missed.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely. That match together, mm-hmm. he sold like a mother for her, uh, Brock Lesnar. So, because you had to go thing going there as well. Brock Lesnar broke his ribs and then still came back and everyone. Mm. So, yeah. No, that was, that was one of my top matches.
1: Oh, yeah, that's the match that led to Seth Rollins saying that he broke Brock Lesnar's ribs for weeks. Yeah, And then it spun off into the feud between Cena and Rollins, where Rollins broke his nose.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Brilliant. <laughs> and, yeah. And the t-shirts that said, Never shuts up. Yeah. Which were probably my favourite WWE t-shirts of the year.
0: And the uh, You Can't See Me. Yeah. On the front. as
2: great. Yes. Brilliant. But, but I've nominated Provisor three times here. I like Provisor this
0: year. Yeah, He's I... Done. I <laughs> Although I don't think we should have Brock Lesnar in it three times. I could also definitely see why he has been nominated three separate times. Yeah. And I that
1: goes back to something that WWE is doing particularly well, is the booking of Brock Lesnar.
0: But I think we kind of need to pick one Brock Lesnar match. I don't think it's versus Undertaker in Head in a Cell, although that is a good match with a absolutely brutal ending. I didn't like the deck.
2: Into the deck punch, yeah. That's all. That's all the favourite of the match. I didn't like,
0: but overall, that's just a fabulous match. Like it, mm. it was really enjoyable. It was really high energy for two big guys. They didn't expect it to be as like high energy as it was. Um, and
2: oh, oh, my Undertaker!
0: Oh, my Undertaker! And then just the ending is absolutely nuts. Ah, uh, and. They depressingly spiraling into that weird feud with the Wyatts which I didn't really understand that was um, the one where they ripped the ring up wasn't it yeah the one where they yeah. ripped the ring up, ring up inside the cell it was just that was a crazy match it was great um, and I, I think the fact that they exposed the ring really helped it as well mm-hmm. however overall I think Pro Brock best match this year was Wrestlemania yep I agree with that I so agree that's... with that as well
2: can I make a case for my two ICW matches that you're not going to pick because you haven't seen them? Yeah. Yep. K versus Legion in a steel cage match. Well, that was a feud that lasted about a year where they were like stabbing each other and shit. It was cr- totally crazy. And uh, there was a good chance that someone would die in this match.
3: Hmm.
2: No one died, but they came pretty close. They fell off the top of the steel cage for about six tables each.
4: Oh, that sound pretty guys. crazy.
2: Uh, then they, one guy went back and rang
0: and said, you haven't killed me yet. Oh, yeah, I I saw bits of this match on Reddit.
2: Mm, yeah, so I think Mikey Whitbreck then yeah. got murdered yeah. and died. So, yeah, that was a good match went from ICW and Grado versus Drew Galloway where Mick Foley interfered and Grado won the world title from Drew Galloway. Yeah, I've seen bits and of that as well. I watched my shit like Steve Austin in the title in '98. This, this was my Steve Austin in
1: the title. one <laughs> in the ICW title. What well, is the just on a, a slight aside? What's the production value like on those ICW shows when they because they, you can subscribe to those online, can't you? Yeah,
2: they've got their own on-demand. Sales. It's like it's not super high production value, but
1: it's, it's more. It's better than like somebody with a camera at ringside.
0: Oh yeah, yeah it's, it's like, like a hard cam and stuff.
2: It's they've like got they've... A hard, cam and they've got ring cams as well. Yeah. So, uh, uh as as it does feel like an indie show. Yeah. But, um, in terms of the presentation, it It was it's better than TNA.
0: Yeah. They they're on like pretty standard cameras. They're not on like fancy high end gear, but it looks fine. Like, yeah, it's. I would probably say it is average indie show. Like, well, no, probably. High end or like average for a high end indie show, like big name indie shows, not crappy weird indie shows. Um But yeah, I thought I'm gonna uh, check
1: them out this year. Just
0: yeah, you should.
3: Yeah, it, it, it's, it's
2: you can get a, you can see all of the stuff and some of the stuff on YouTube. Uh, I think they're on demand service on like three quid a month as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're they're fear and woving show in the uh, SCC for the four thousand people yeah. biggest show in British wrestling. Like mm-hmm. twenty five years, yeah, was, since
1: Big Daddy high
2: Stacks. yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. brilliant show, and they're going to the Hydro next year, which is I think fourteen thousand.
0: Yeah, they're in Glasgow. Go, they're going to the venue that WWE plays, which is yeah, crazy.
2: Yeah, so it's fourteen thousand. Um, I don't see them selling fourteen thousand, but they'll do a, pr- a pretty good job of getting probably about eight in there, which. NXT didn't even sell it out a few weeks ago. Yeah. So if these guys are going there, I'd do it. six, seven, eight thousand to Boone really well.
0: Yeah, be doing amazingly. Um, can I tell you about my two matches that you're not going to pick? No. Ah.
2: No, nah, I, don't, I don't care.
0: All right, <laughs> fine.
2: You're a bit fancy with your Rev Pro and Japanese stuff. Don't care.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to care about AJ Styles until like a few months into this NXT run that he's going to get.
0: No, he's getting, a oh, w- he's getting a WWE run. They're not putting him in NXT. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Chris. You can, you can tell us about these
2: matches.
0: I just match. want to say, for the, for the amount of money I suspect they're paying AJ Styles, he's not going to NXT. Uh, I think he'll go through NXT first. I don't think he'll be there very long.
1: No, probably
0: not. Uh, I, particularly given, I think, the reason... Because he's they, old as well, isn't he? He's 38. Um, I think the reason they've bought him and Nakamura in is because they went, oh, fuck, everyone's injured. Mm-hmm. and so I suspect both of those will be making their way to the main roster fairly quickly. Also, I think it would be a genuine insult to AJ Styles if you took him through a um, through NXT. But with Bauer and Joe and Cruz never near. I mean those that are is. those are very good wrestlers. AJ Styles is arguably the best wrestler on the planet. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, but would it not be more impactful to bring him in NXT with Bauer? Or even bring him up with Bauer? Yeah, I think thing? it does
1: the whole company more good to have him go through NXT for a few months and um, sort of be introduced to fans that way. I
0: think it probably be, does. I mean, he might
1: be the best in the world, but WWE fans don't know who he is.
0: No, I think, hmm, I think probably some do uh, because he has got that TNA exposure, which obviously mm-hmm. TNA is, is still nowhere near the level WWE is. But the time he was in TNA, it was an awful lot closer. And I I feel he is a big enough name that there's probably not a big portion, but I would maybe say like a quarter to maybe say 25% to 35% of their audience probably is at least familiar with him, which is a good thing. Um, I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of people suggesting he's going to come into the Royal Rumble. I don't think he'll come into the Rumble. I think that's a good way to bury him. Um, but I would like to see him turn up sooner rather than yeah. later. See the point in debuting and
2: getting the rumble if he's not going
0: to win. Yeah, exactly. Unless he gets in the rumble and wins, and it'll be amazing. That won't happen. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: I know neither of you are going to pick this, but AJ Styles versus Icada uh, from Dominion is objectively the best match of the year. As in, like multiple multiple publications have voted it the best match of the year. Like it was insane, and it's an absolutely fantastic match. Um, but I know you're not going to pick it. But yeah, it's a it was a it's a really good match. Um, with kind of AJ Styles as the top guy in uh in New Japan at the time versus Sakada, who's kind of like the big. Um, well, he has now cemented his place as the top star, really. But was like over the course of maybe two or three years has been being built to being towards their top guys, and this was one of his final stops for becoming the very top guy uh which has basically happened at Wrestle Kingdom the other weekend um but yeah it, this was a a great great match and it's what like a match between two guys who clearly know each other really well uh and it really shows in the way like there's there's like about a 10 chain counter where they're both trying to hit their finishes constantly and that's just amazing to watch um And great, great psychology in the way that New Japan deals with finishes. In that your finisher does it, like, mm-hmm. like there are very protected finishes. If if AJ Styles hits the Styles Clash, that's it.
3: You're you mean done. the way it should be?
0: Yeah, the way they're supposed to actually work. um Like uh, Okada's finisher is just a fucking lariat, and it works because mm-hmm. it's protected and it looks sick. And every time he hits it, the guy does a backflip. It's amazing. Um, so yeah like that kind of stuff is brilliant but uh, I know you were not be going to pick it so I will mark it through um, <laughs> AJ Styles versus Will Ospreay was a really fun match that I saw uh, at the start of last year um, and the only reason I wanted to highlight it was it featured AJ Styles legitimately baseball sliding under a barricade and I don't know how he did it like, that was the guy's magic. And he he must have been, like, he would have been 37 at the time. And he managed to baseball slide underneath where, like, you know, just like the shitty steel barricade you get at things. Mm-hmm. Like, that have got maybe, like, a foot of clearance at the bottom. And yeah. he managed to slide through that gap somehow. So, yeah, he's great. And also, it, it fe- featured him hitting the Styles Clash the wrong way off the second rope. And it looked amazing and also incredibly dangerous uh but yeah that was a that was a really fun match to watch all right now matches that might actually win this um so we've got uh one two two matches left to pick from basically peter do you want Ke- Finn Balor versus kevin owens from tokyo or Finn Balor versus apollo cruz
1: uh the Balor kevin owens match is the better match but i think that the Apollo Cruise match deserves a mention, even though it wasn't allowed to finish it. was cut short with, a, I think it was Baron Corbin running. Mm. Um, but that was a great match in the vein of those old guerrero Malenko matches that was just back and forward, and they both were hitting their timing perfectly, and both sort of the teamwork between them to sell each other's moves was just so spot on. So for the 15, 20 minutes that match went for before it was cut short, it was shaping up to be something really special, um, but I think it didn't finish and it didn't really amount to much. They haven't spun out into a feud or anything really over it, so I think that the Balor Kevin Owens match in Tokyo. Um,
0: uh, the, the, is only, is the, superior. the only match I've just remembered that I'm going to change my fifth pick for.
1: You're not. You're not allowed, Chris. You're not allowed to add another one.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> but no, but I'm. I'm changing my fifth position, not adding a sixth. Like a lunatic, what uh, is it? John Cena versus Kevin Owens from mixed stream, uh, no Elimination Chamber. Does I not have that? No, no, no.
2: And uh, that... I wrote it. I it on my phone. I must have deleted
0: it. I'm gonna have. I'm just gonna put this in because it was a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant match, and it is the only match this year that has genuinely made me scream at my TV. Like, I was watching it and literally shouting at my television, uh, partly because it was an amazing match, partly because I was shouting at John Cena to just put someone over. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's better than Kevin Owens versus Finn Balor in Tokyo. I think they are both very good matches.
1: I think they are. Um, I think that the Owen Cena match was on a larger stage, seen by more people. Yeah. But I think that the Bala Owens match, it was sort of it was a culmination of things. It was Finn Balor going back to Japan. Yeah. Where he obviously had so much success as Virgil Devitt. It was Kevin Owens having already been on the main roster. Kevin Owens was on NXT and WWE for about three months. Yeah. Um it was sort of his farewell and it was a hand over the belt. It had that massive opening scene with the crowd all throwing streamers into the ring.
0: Yeah, that's true. I, and then it, at the I, end, it
1: had the flower presentation, and Kevin Owens throwing bunches of flowers back at the crowd.
0: Yeah, that was great. Which uh, in
1: Tokyo is just that is so disrespectful.
0: Yeah, I think the the other thing with it as well is that um, it just like you said, it just felt really special. That's yes. the thing about it. It just felt a lot like the Elimination Chamber match is very good, but the Tokyo match just had this really special feeling about it. And uh, I mean, a
1: lot of that is just the emotion of knowing Finn Balor's story a little bit, and yeah. Finn Balor seems to be like the nicest guy in wrestling.
0: Mm. It's amazing well, as right well because pretty much everything. Sami Zayn's
1: also a wrestler, so. but everything
0: everything else on that card was just like junk, basically. And then this match was absolutely incredible.
1: Yes, absolutely. I mean, this was uh, and the whole event was pitched as a Brock Lesnar promotion thing, but it really wasn't. That's special for any other reason than this match, and it completely stole the show. And it was just so nice to see, for a start, Kevin Owens continuing his character and doing it in such a way that was still slightly shocking, even though you knew Kevin Owens was obviously going to be a dick. I think he still managed to sort of outheal himself that night. And Finn Balor, who has this incredible story and is so well-liked amongst his peers, going back to somewhere where he's absolutely adored and going over so strongly. I think it was just all really, it just all culminated into a really special moment.
2: I need to rewatch that match. I was a pub in Amsterdam, pissed watching that on my phone at like three o'clock in the afternoon, waiting to go get my flight home on my phone. So I don't really remember too much of it, if I'm honest. <laughs> All right, so I, I, I remember the streamers and the cooler That's really my memory of that.
0: Okay, so our top three is Sasha Banks versus Bayley from NXT TakeOver Brooklyn, Finn Balor versus Kevin Owens from Beast and yeast uh live from Tokyo, which I think is the full name of that show, and uh, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, Brackets versus Seth Rollins from WrestleMania 31.
2: For what me, wins. it's uh, WrestleMania. For me, but well, I, I feel Peter's going to go will for Sasha Banks, cut you you Sasha, Banks Sasha Banks Bailey. If you do to say Sasha Banks <laughs> Bailey. Sasha Banks Bailey. I don't want to get cut, so we're
1: good with that. Well, we, can't, we all had Lesnar versus Reigns at WrestleMania at one point, although Chris's list seems to be completely fluid. <laughs> so I don't know. But no. we all had that WrestleMania 31 match at one point so i think that's a strong contender but like i say i don't like i i will not countenance any argument against that sasha banks bailey match in brooklyn well then so you can choose to insult me and not include it
0: I no mean, actually getting, you
1: can't because you enjoy insulting me so
0: it's getting, don't even go that it's way it's getting included it's just <laughs> but i, I think right. we we've accepted it's one because neither of us really wants to have the argument
2: oh okay yeah, that's okay uh,
0: I don't
2: want I'm happy st- enough with that. <laughs> I don't want to get stabbed. I live in Scotland. I try and avoid that every day. So I don't really need another excuse for that.
0: Right. Just let me put this in then. Well
2: done, Sasha Banks and Bailey.
0: Yes, well done, Sasha Banks and Bailey, with Brock Lesnar versus Ray Reigns versus Seth Rollins from WrestleMania 31, and Finn Balor versus Kevin Owens from Beast and East live from Tokyo uh, in runner-up positions.
2: This is a very, very good example of how democracy should work. <laughs> Peter threatens you. One guy threatens to stab another our guy. He wins.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah pretty that's much. That's how it goes. Just wait yeah. till one person has a tantrum and give them their way. Yeah,
0: pretty yeah. much. Uh, right, best tag team. Uh, Colin's picks are The New Day, The Usos, The Lucha Dragons, Dash and Dawson, and Chad Cable and Jason Gordon uh, Jordan, who I noticed that Peter hasn't got in an amazing oversight. Um, Peter has Enzo and Big Cass Dash and Dawson The New Day and the Uzos I have Enzo and Big Cass The New Day and Gable and Jordan um, so I think it's quite obvious that the New Day are on this list because
2: they
3: are
0: just Fair.
2: on everyone's list yep right. the Usos I think had a great start to the year then they got injured the one them got injured I, I kind of uh, think that's
0: why you kind of have to leave them off because they just weren't doing anything for so long because of the yeah. injury. Yeah. yeah.
2: And then when they came, when they've come back, they've been good. Uh, if they'd had the summer stretch, then they I... would I think—they would probably win. But because they had that mess now, they're doing the most for me.
0: I'm kind of glad they did though because it meant that the New Day got to thrive, which I don't know how well they would have done that with the Usos there as well.
1: Yeah. And that's notable by the way, by the fact that since the Usos have come back, they've been kind of i mean they're obviously involved but they're kind of trying to keep their distance from the new day a bit
0: yeah
1: um i mean they've they're obviously involved with the new day but they've been sort of letting them be involved with the reigns and ambrose stuff as well um, yeah i think that's because if the usos and new day feud again then they're sort of they're blowing everything they've got in yeah. one
2: storyline yeah and there's a thrown jericho in there as well to try and
0: oh jericho's so boring Oh, he's so shit, isn't he? Just see, give it up, Chris. Y- why is he y- wearing y- a blazer but no shirt? I don't
2: know. Yo, argued with me last year but and he's not.
0: Why, like, why is he wearing a blazer and a scarf but no shirt? I could you kind see, of understand like, a blazer and no shirt, but a blazer and a scarf and no shirt is insanity.
1: He doesn't understand what the weather is, does he? Yeah. He's like, it's going to be really hot, so I'm not wearing a shirt. And then he's, he makes his way, maybe opens the door a crack. <laughs> no, it's freezing. I need my scarf. <laughs> he's got the blazer just in case he has to attend any formal events at the country club. Well, a shirtless. Yeah. yeah. You have to, you have to be ready for any eventuality. That's it's just, a fold up into a tie. It's, it's just such a,
0: a fucking weird look.
1: You see, I, the, I have a real problem with Chris Jericho because I remember Chris Jericho when he was fucking Chris Jericho and he was in Japan and then he was in WCW and he was fucking amazing. And then I, at that time wasn't watching and couldn't get WWE because I didn't have Sky or anything and just being gutted that he'd gone from WCW because he was so good. And then looking back on like his debut into the WWE where he interrupted the rock and that first run he had as Y2J in WWE and he was so good on the mic and all that stuff from history. And then he sort of went away and pretended to be a rock star for a little while. And now he's just like, it's just a little bit sad as He's just, like, he's a little bit too old, a little bit too out of shape. He's not really Chris Jericho anymore.
2: No. uh, It's a bit tragic. His return promo on Rob was basically, his first two return was Mm one And pretty much just quoting both of them as the same.
1: Yeah, Um, but that stuff, I mean, mean, and he's he's going over with the fans or with the crowd a little bit for that. But it's only going to last so long. I mean, he's only got a few weeks of that. And then they're gonna to want to see something new. His his big thing
2: in previous years is that he was always gonna do something new when he was there. And the past year two years he's been there, he's just he tried to be in the act basically. He's mm. resting his laurels. Yeah and the thing that the only thing that annoys me is his arrogance he thinks he's stealing the show every night and he's doing good when he he, he just isn't. No, he's not. His in ring work is still around. It's not as good as he used to be, and his mic works certainly. And if
1: they they just give him a push, Dolph Ziggler fills the Jericho role perfectly. Yeah, he would.
0: Yep, pretty much.
1: Jericho isn't
2: needed. No.
0: No. Anyway, back to this actual award. Oh yeah, sorry.
2: (laughs) Wait, wait, it's not the hate Chris Jericho podcast. No. Peter. Oh, and his his third book is pretty
0: I don't know how much to get three books out of his career. Anyway, Peter. Oh, but he's gonna write a fourth because he just stopped it in the middle of
2: fucking nothing again. Just it <laughs> just it just he just fucking stops. Like he's telling the story about a feud then he just stops and then fucks off and writes another one. <laughs> just got a
1: word out and
0: true, when he hits
1: it that's
0: it. That's like, true, getting. To be fair that is a solid business model.
1: Well it's made common buy three of
0: them. Yeah exactly oh. <laughs> and he's probably gonna have to buy the fourth now to find out how that feud ends. <laughs> um right Peter, why are you not why do you hate Jason Gable and Chad Jordan? Or oh, which yeah, that's oh, the wrong oh, way around. So, so, yeah. Ch- oh, well, Chad cool, Gable cool. and Jason Jordan, there we go.
1: I don't hate them. I think they're very good. I think Chad Gable is exceptional. Yeah. I think Jason Jordan's very good. I think they've formed a decent tag team, but only in the last three months. Um I think that they'll probably probably be one of my favourite tag teams of twenty sixteen if they continue on the trajectory they're going on. But I don't, I think there are other options in this category that are stronger. There I mean,
2: are... it's because NXT Live in Glasgow, they were the most over they people were. on the card. And we got to sing the to the Hara Two song, but with Jason Jordan. <laughs> and that is just the most fun thing ever. Yeah. Uh, and Jason Jordan loved it. He was jumping about, pointing at everyone and smiling. And he just looks like the happiest man in the world. Cause someone liked
0: <laughs> just, just
1: because the, when they went to London they got booed a little what? bit not much but they was booing in the crowd for those days
0: oh. which was
2: really
1: weird
0: but they're so good
3: they are so good
0: We love them so
2: yeah they've endeared me to them forever they're really. by
0: far the best technical tag team we've seen in about a decade
1: yes and on note Dan and Dawson
0: Actually, da- 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 Dawson yeah. do like nothing for me
1: they're not a technical tag team, but Chris, right? Remember Arn Anderson and Ole Anderson?
0: Yeah.
1: Right? That's who Dash and Dawson are. I guess so. They, they're like the... They've sported that, mm, I go to the gym maybe once in a while look. Mm. They've got the funny satin jackets with the little collars on. Mm. They do that, like, not quite brawler, but like, or certainly not technical. The kind of team wrestling where I'm just going to fucking hurt you
0: I and they that's true. are
1: good at being a tag team it's something which has been missing from tag teams for years they cut off the ring they're brutal and they and not particularly tidy but that's kind of what they're going for
0: but I will say they that just,
1: they remind me of those like great WCW tag teams from the early early 90s
0: I will say like some of the stuff you're saying there is why I like Jordan and Gable because they do do like that classic tag team stuff, and they work so well yes, together. Yes, absolutely.
1: Yeah, I agree with that as well. I'm um, happy to see Gable and Jordan go into the slip. By the way, can I they just don't have them on?
0: Can I also say, does no one care for Blake and Murphy? No,
1: no, not really.
3: I does like, anyone care for them?
0: I like them because of Alexa Bliss. <laughs> I think right. they were all right, and the addition of Alexa Bliss. That I think Alexa Bliss kind of went. Oh. I think Alexa Bliss kind of really brought them up as a, as like a unit. Yeah, like and then sold the show a sh- little bit. Yeah, it did steal the show for sure. But like, I, I think that just really pushed them all on, which was quite nice.
1: And the tag team division in NXT is so good. Yeah. I mean, nobody's put the four villains on this
0: list either. Oh, they're brilliant. Oh, I don't know if they would win though. I don't know if I'd have them in my top three, but they are very good.
2: I think they're about done.
0: Um,
2: as they're act, really. I think they, it has started mean- to tire a bit, has yeah. yeah, they're kind of end kind of what they could achieve in NXT.
0: I kind of think my problem with them as well is they—they're not giving them a lengthy heel or face run. They seem to flip flop quite a lot. Yeah. Um, which I—I I think I if they not. picked what they wanted to be, I'd be fine with it. But they seem to change them depending on how over they are, which is a little bit irritating. Um, or who they
1: want them to feud with. Yeah, that's true. But that's because nobody can be a face and feud with Enzo and Big Cass. So, who are the most over tag team?
0: Yeah, here's the question. Anyway, do I I would debate that with a new day, but anyway, do Enzo and Big Cass make this list? I think so, because they're not on Colin's list, but Colin. Yes. Okay. Good. I I like Enzo and Big Cass. They are fun. They're just fun to watch.
2: They're fun. They're not neat and tidy
0: and.
3: No, they're not great
2: but they have a good stick at the yep. start of the match. So, yeah, give it up.
1: And nobody, was well, certainly nobody in NXT, but I would also argue very few people in the main roster of WWE can work a mic like Enzo
0: Amore. That's very true, actually. Um, Colin, can I tell you I care so little about the Lucha Dragons? Yes. Do you care about the Lucha Dragons?
2: Not particularly, but they do flippy shit, so. <laughs> right, that's
0: gone. They um, <laughs> do
2: Shit. He Please. did a Serena del Sol from top of a ladder. That, 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 that was pretty great. Do we all know um, what happened also, on Raw last night?
1: Yes.
0: Yes, he won and the USA. US yeah, Kalisto man. It's going to be his year.
2: Yeah, Sankara Sin Sin again.
0: It's <laughs> that Sin Cara. gimmick. That gimmick is cursed.
2: I love that even Mystical back to uh, school and his... Fucking everything up, so it's just a curse that follows you forever.
0: Yeah, <laughs> once you have the Sin gimmick, you're cursed eternally.
2: Yeah, there's the mask.
0: Yeah,
2: Papa Shango got a hold of it, and that's it. Fucked.
0: And are we, are we also <laughs> all really glad that they didn't make Kalisto a gay hairdresser. Yes, and they basically, just, and they basically have just gone. Wait a second, what if he was just Rey Mysterio? Was he what? What yeah. is the
3: hairdresser thing?
0: They were going That was that was his gimmick. They were gonna bring him up to the main roster as a gay hairdresser and split up the League of Dragons. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad. No, think I that. think it's
1: far better that he's just Rey Mysterio. Like.
0: Yeah, he's just it's. I, 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 we just all accept Yeah, that's his gimmick. It's just he's Rey Mysterio.
1: It's gonna be interesting to see how they book him now. He's the US champion.
0: Amazingly, he's gonna be in a brilliant feud with Alberto Del Rio, and oh, Alberto Del Rio will be relevant for another fortnight. <laughs> and the then
2: Metal Del Rio has never been relevant in his entire
0: can we,
1: can we then move Callisto into a feud with somebody like the Big Show
0: <laughs> what well, I just, just that... are we literally just stealing all of Mysterio's feuds well yes <laughs> uh, we have to go that way don't we I guess so we'll get... to
1: come and throw him up against the trailer yeah.
2: yeah we'll get JBL to come in and kick his arse yeah <laughs> destroy his state of defense
0: yeah, I guess so. If they could like rehire CM Punk, I guess that would work,
2: and like steal his kids. And oh yeah, D- does 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 still have kids? Because we need to put the custody contract on well, <laughs> yeah. ladder. For that.
0: F- that was a fucking weird gimmick. Uh, if he doesn't uh, have kids, uh, we'll we'll hire some.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> we'll 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 get a sample from him, seize it, and put it on the top of a ladder. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, oh. so, so the fu- oh,
2: I, I, sorry, I've been full Vince Russo, haven't
0: I? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. that is that you've gone full, uh, That's that's a new term, the full Russo. Right, um, so we got the question. <laughs> oh, I've What a fucking. The the Dash <laughs> and Dawson or Gabriel and Jordan make the list.
2: Uh, Dash and Dawson have been
0: around longer. I'm happy to
1: concede. T- Jordan, if that's what you guys choose, but I think that Dash and Dawson certainly as previously stated deserve a mention.
3: Um, Whether the list
1: or not is up to
3: you two.
0: Chris? Well, it's uh, Dash and Dawson then because I'm already just doing it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I <laughs> can see
2: that on the screen. You've gave up listening to us to be <laughs> just, just packing things now.
0: Uh, and then the New Day win, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, mm, yeah. Yeah. Mm. They
2: kind of have to, don't they? Yeah, I don't think their matches have been particularly great, but their promos and yeah. But if if, yeah, and if, and if, yeah. if
0: we're making that argument, it ends up big. cast on this list.
2: Yeah, but yeah. If we're making the argument Fair. that
0: you have to be a strong in ring performer,
2: yeah, yeah. I, I wish I had the Dudley Boys on my list, but they have been ranked rotten since they came back. They have. They've been a
1: bit weak. There's rumours that they're going to split them up. So, yeah, bring me up Billy Ray
0: because Billy Ray is actually an interesting character.
2: Billy Ray cannot be on PGTV. No, that's true. Um,
1: right, so... See, I would have said that about the Dudley boys at all. Yeah. I would have said that they couldn't be on PGTV. And I think, to be fair, that's why they've been shit since they came back. Yeah.
0: Anyway, winning Best Tag Team of the Year was The New Day, with Enzo and Big Cass just behind them, and also Dash and Dawson.
1: And when we say The New Day won that category, we really mean Xavier Woods, don't we?
0: Yeah, yeah pretty
2: much. Pretty much, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I do enjoy uh, Big E's written.
1: Yeah, I think they're all doing quite well. I think Xavier Woods, very much so, the writer of that trio.
0: Did you hear the, just... um, the, the interview that Xavier Woods gave where they were like, so talking about how everyone in WWE wants to be world heavyweight champion? That's their goal. And he says, interesting because his goal is to make Kofi Kingston world heavyweight champion. <laughs> <laughs> like, he thinks Kofi Kingston deserves it, which is probably true.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Co- yeah, Kofi Probably, Kingston
0: yeah. deserves at least a short run based solely on length of service.
1: It's funny that the Big E and Xavier Woods call him Pops.
0: Yeah, because he's so old. <laughs> yeah, but I also like that they call um call Big E Big Wool because he's a heavy sweater.
2: <laughs> it just seems like they think of something completely stupid, and I don't know why it works, but it does.
0: Yeah. I would. I would also. Uh, so unicorns
2: and fucking yeah. wrestling and gets away with it. Kofi Kings is not that old. He's thirty-four.
0: No. He's, yeah, but yeah. he's older than those two. Yeah. True. Um, and they are both. like all three of them are a lot of fun. Uh, and also Xavier Woods is amazing because of up, up, down, down. Yes. Yeah. Um. Right. Uh. Two big awards now. First up, best female wrestler. The nominees, you put seven in Best Royal Wrestler, Colin. I could see it. I put what? You seven? Put six, sorry. Six, yeah. I
2: Cesaro and I remember he existed, so.
0: Uh, breaking all the rules.
1: I think, I think Colin gets away with that. <laughs> Just because it's Cesaro. All right, best... And you're not going to argue that. You're really. going to let Cesaro in there, no best problem.
0: Best female wrestler. Sasha Bank... uh, Colin has Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch, Charlotte and Bailey. I think one of those is wrong. Um, Peter has Sasha Banks, oh. Becky Lynch, <laughs> Bailey, and Asuka. Uh, and I have Sasha Banks, Bailey, Becky Lynch, Princess Kimberly, and Asuka. Can we just say that Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch are on this list without any argument? Oh, um,
1: no. Oh. We I, can definitely I, I think, say Sasha Banks.
0: I think the, right, Sasha we... Banks is on this list.
1: But if we put Becky Lynch on as well, then we're not going to have the Bay discussion.
0: No, because the, the list is Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch, and Bailey. And then okay. Bailey or Sasha Banks wins, probably Sasha Banks. Yes. Fair. Yeah. Like um, this is a very easy category.
1: I think that's fair. I think yep. that the first six months of this, uh, if we took the first six months of the year, I think Charlotte would be way higher in my consideration. But the since they moved up to the main roster, I think Charlotte's died off. And I think it's actually hurting her having her dad follow around everywhere. Like, I was watching Raw the other day, from a, like last week's Raw maybe, and my wife walked into the room and she went, oh, there's the Divas champion, Ric Flair. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: that's a fair comment. Yeah. See, uh, see uh, I'll, I've not been impressed for sure on the main roster, but I think a feud, Becky Lynch has probably been the best thing on WWE for a good few weeks. Best feud there, anyway.
3: So uh, yeah, I'll
2: take that. Can that's Shao's we... on my list, but I haven't been real impressed in ring with her as I was no. in NXT. She's just become, she's but,
0: become like a worse in ring worker somehow. It seems like
2: everyone that goes from NXT to WWE does, and I don't know what it's. The, I you, Becky Lynch the, is still pretty good. Yeah, but I don't know if it's the agents that they're working with, yeah. or it's a confidence thing, or if it's, they're not feeding off the crowd in the same way, but. And uh, no one comes up and puts us on. This, I'm sure they're doing NXT. I think it's the yeah.
3: fear
1: of getting Dallas, isn't it? Coming up, whilst they're getting a little bit of push, having a month, and
3: just yeah. Um, so they're over cautious.
0: Uh, Asuka is also very, very good. I think you're pronouncing that
1: Chris Is it not Asuka? Asuka. 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 It's like the U isn't there. Okay. So I saw her song so, for weeks and then she turned up and they were all pronouncing it weird and I'm like what? So, so but I think it's pronounced
2: Asuka. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I, I haven't seen enough of her to put her on the when well, I, I did a, see her, her wife she was very good. four
1: video games journalist from Japan who is exceptionally good at kicking people in the face.
0: Yeah, it's interesting that they basically like let her work strong style in WWE. Yep. Um Possibly because they're afraid to tell her not to. (laughs)
1: Or she'll kick them in the
0: face. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Man, she does like to kick people in the face a lot. She's pretty into that. It's kind of weird. She's really good at it as well. Yeah, it's just kind of weird how into, like, kicking people in the face she is.
1: Yeah, I think she's done so well since she arrived because she doesn't speak very good English. She's not very clear in the way she speaks. And so she's not speaking very much, but she's getting over just by being a presence.
0: Well, mostly by kicking people in the face.
1: And kicking people in the face, yeah. That's pretty much so, how she's
0: got over. She's kicked people, enough people in the face that the crowd <laughs> are like, well, I guess we like her now. Yeah. Like, She'll kick us in the face otherwise.
1: <laughs> um, and also, she's only really been at NXT on the scene. She's only been on NXT TV for a few months. Mm. So it would probably be unfair to include her on this list. Yeah. But she definitely deserves a mention. I think she's going to be one to watch over the next year.
0: Um, I would like to recommend Princess Kimberly, uh, who is in Chikara. Where well, that obviously means, because Chikara is basically written as a comic book, she is an actual princess. Um, but like, it's amazing. She she is currently like their top champion. She won their top championship and was the first female wrestler in the company to win it. Uh, and she is great. She's a lot of fun. Uh, i watched her she she's interesting though cuz she's working for a bunch of indies at the minute um and i watched one of her matches she was on the ring of honor um women of wrestling match um i think that's what it was called and she was very good It's like a four way match and she was superb and i think it was a ring of honor debut um she was brilliant in that uh and she is just overall is just this really kind of fun person to watch wrestle um it's kind slightly like if you um had perhaps like a a slightly like um uh, grittier bailey i guess like mm-hmm. just a, like a a bailey who's a little bit more like um driven and focused which is quite interesting uh, and she's yeah she's just cool um and i really liked the the there was there was this big tournament going on and the team that she was with wasn't doing particularly well, so she gave like this amazing, uplifting speech uh, one week. So that was quite awesome. Uh, but yeah, she's obviously not going to win. She's not going. I think the top that the top
1: that leads us nicely into a discussion of Bailey as well.
0: Yeah, so Bailey is brilliant, but we like Bailey. We like Becky Lynch. They are both very, very good wrestlers. I think it is you could not argue that either of them is a bad wrestler.
1: I think. I think Sasha Banks is probably the best wrestler in the world at the minute but I think Becky Lynch is her equal on most days. Mm. And I think Bailey deserves special credit because the other three exceptional performers from NXT all disappeared overnight. Yeah. And she's left to carry the flag for the women's division in NXT and she's doing it really well and she's so so over with the crowd. It's mm. unbelievable like the noise at NXT TakeOver London the noise for Bailey was absolutely yeah. unbelievable.
0: I, I think um, I think Bailey deserves a lot of recognition for essentially being a stick figure who has managed to win the championship. She's, <laughs> just like there's not a lot of like body mass to her but she doesn't stop her like she's quite little but I like it.
1: She is quite little. Um she just she just has like she's latched onto this gimmick that she's got and she's just done such a good job with it. I'd like her and to team with Enzo with
0: actually just because they're both quite little. Be nice. <laughs>
1: no Enzo needs Big Cass otherwise he just his matches will just be him getting beaten up
0: yeah that's very true that's, that's the problem what with Enzo happened. Enzo can never have a singles run
1: no Enzo gets beaten up for 25 minutes somehow manages to crawl and tag Big Cass Big Cass spends 30 seconds beating everybody up and then throws Enzo off the top turnbuckle <laughs> at them and that's I, how they win any matches I, I, I don't
0: know how that is a tag team move they just throws <laughs> Enzo at another guy <laughs> just,
1: yeah Enzo go up and then he just like basically just throws him off the top buckle which you you
0: also think enzo is so little it probably wouldn't hurt that much
1: no it would probably hurt more if big Cass just fell on you
0: yeah exactly um
1: (laughs) and enzo's always absolutely knackered and Cass is like enzo go up and enzo's like Cass, fuck off
0: (laughs) yeah give me five minutes here um bailey is is fabulous though obviously um she is by far the most over of these three uh, it also led
1: to my the Sorry, the Bailey Sasha Banks feud this year led to my favourite moment of the year, which was when Sasha Banks stole the bow from Bailey's number one fan.
0: That was great. Um, you're wrong because made be- her cry. You're wrong though because the best moment of the year was Bailey arriving on that SUV at, at Brooklyn. <laughs> that, that was, was Sasha Banks. That's Sasha Banks. Sorry, that was fucking amazing.
1: Yeah, I'm getting lifted Sasha out. Ba- of it Sasha Banks
0: the rolling in with like four huge guys as like bodyguards was awesome.
1: It was a good entrance, but I, I, I don't know. I'd still rather have Bailey and our wavy tube in.
0: It was, it was, it was. One might argue the second best entrance of the year after Rusev at WrestleMania <laughs> with his tank, which is obviously the best entrance of the year by like miles. Oh do, yes, do you see was where... that an entrance?
2: or Was it an invasion?
0: I'm not sure, but I don't think I've laughed so much at wrestling
2: <laughs> yeah. in a long while. <laughs> just to uh, to their fucking uh, tank. A, a, a man came on top of a tank.
0: Yeah, it's brilliant.
3: Um, yep. Uh,
2: there's, there's no way in that, 2015. Yeah, there is no way that is not
1: completely ridiculous. Yeah. A Bavarian man pretending to be a Russian on a tank.
0: Yeah. Um. Obvi- obviously, I think the the, the only <laughs> I would say the only slight against Becky Lynch is that I don't think she is quite a good um at like as a personality quite.
1: Ah, oh, improving. She's, she's improving. She's definitely right, but improving. The past couple of weeks, she's done a couple of parts with him. And like promo backstage stuff where she's been so much better than she had been
2: previously. Yeah. This year's for sure. Sh- but shower is doing so much for.
0: Yeah. I think she's de- she's coming along nicely but I would I would say that is the only element of her that needs more work and once she's there like she will be like we next year we are not going to pick between her and Sasha Banks. Yeah. Because they I mean, will just she's be
1: sort of, she's only like 24 or something. Yeah. Isn't
0: they, they will just be like indistinguishable in terms of um, in terms of quality, are both will be um, incredible. Like, because yeah. Sa- Sasha Banks is the i the thing with Sasha Banks, and this is not a negative. I don't see how Sasha Banks could get any better. Like, just because there does not seem to be any room for her to improve. That's how good she is currently.
1: Uh, yeah, she's the best in the world.
0: Yeah, like I, I. Yeah i don't see there's like there's nowhere where you're like oh that's that she could tighten up a little bit she could do this she could do that like i don't see where she could do it although i don't think the bank statement's a very good submission but like yeah she's brilliant like they're both fantastic and the only reason we're not having a longer argument about this is that becky lynch just yeah she's getting better and she needs to work on that characterization and that's pretty much it I, I think, think she's,
1: like you say, Becky Lynch's gimmick's not as strong as yeah. Sasha Banks, and her backstage promo stuff's not quite yeah. there. But I th- I she's think, six months away. Yeah, I,
0: I, I, I also think Becky Lynch is probably actually a slightly better technical wrestler. Like, I think she's a slightly better wrestler than Sasha Banks is. Uh,
1: possibly, I would possibly agree with that.
0: Yeah, I think she's got a different style though, and I kind of I do quite like a technical style, um, whereas Sasha Banks has got more of like uh, a hard hitting style.
1: Yes, Becky Lynch reminds me very much of, and this is quite a weird comparison, of Bret Hart.
0: Yeah, no, I can definitely see that in a lot of ways. Yeah, she's got the. And as we know,
1: Bret Hart is the best. There is the best. Or,
3: the best of all the best. There and the best. Will be.
0: I mean, she's got the glasses for a start. Like, he had, uh-huh. the, he had the sunglasses. She's got goggles. It's basically the same thing.
1: Yeah. Um, also, I've just a late addition to this category is Emma.
0: Oh, Emma was pretty good. Yeah.
1: She'll never make the list, but she went up to WWE and, through no fault of her own, ended up having to come back to NXT. And she's not been in the like main storyline stuff. She's not been in title contention at all. No,
0: but the, the Emma with Dana Brooke stuff has been a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, she's done a decent, solid job. She's changed the character, and she is. She's. I think now, obviously, Sasha Banks and Charlotte have left NXT. I think that, along with Bailey, Emma's really one of the only ones left. That is consistently very, very good. Yeah. And I think true. that between the two of them, her and Bailey, are going to have to have division up for another few months and somebody else comes along or somebody else to the stage where they can also compete. So I think she's done a, a solid job that has gone by without much mm-hmm. glamour this year. And I think that should be recognised. Yeah, absolutely. She also has one of the best intro musics ever. And yeah. I miss Emma's dance.
3: <laughs>
1: so...
2: The interesting well, thing we'll is know. we're not nominated any of the main roster divas from the start of the year.
1: Really? Uh, no, I would have considered Paige, but I think Paige has died off over the last six months as well.
2: Yeah, Paige. Um, I hate the Bellas, but Nikki Bella has improved. Yep. She she was she carried the division for a good what, eight, over a year,
1: was it? Since AJ left. Her and Paige yes. really have been the only performers in that division.
2: So this guy, she carried the division 10 months, so she was definitely, she's definitely improved, but those main roster just aren't what these three are.
3: I think those,
1: I think the roster Divas all sort of slipped into a rut over the past couple of years and haven't, they've been doing what they thought they had to do. And I think in the, the Divas revolution
3: I think we'll hopefully wake them up a bit.
2: Well, they've been playing Divas. Yep. The, women, the women on NXT have been proper wrestling. Yep. Rather than trying to play what a,
3: they've
2: been trying to become the best wrestlers they could. So, I have. Yep. That's why you're not, that Cabella isn't the champion anymore. And KBL yeah, is not really. Featured too much. That's
1: something that again, I mean, we'll all criticize WWE for the way they do their business and the way their creative works. I think that brought those up at just the right time. And Mm. they've been, I mean, obviously the, the women that they brought up performed the Divas already on the, in the division. I think that WWE deserves some credit for getting that right. Um, I think there's still, obviously things they could have done better. There's things that they can do better going forward in the future. Um, things like letting Nadi Hart wrestle somebody now and again.
0: That would, would be nice. Hart. I think she might be on Superstars occasionally.
1: Yeah, um, but I think they recognised that their divas division was in need of something fresh, and they gave it something fresh. So I think they deserve a little bit of credit for that. Yeah,
2: because the, the division was a bit an embarrassment. Yeah, when you've got when you've got women's getting so back elsewhere in the world and your women's division is drizzling shit it's
1: yep it was the five minutes where it was five minutes every week where the whole crowd went to the toilet and i fast forwarded yep and now
3: it's not now you can look forward to it hmm. i think that says a lot
0: right so sasha banks wins female rest of the year with becky lynch and bailey nipping at her heels Final category before we get on to looking forward to 2016 stuff. You've
3: gone to the house to fill, Chris.
0: Oh, quite. <laughs> <laughs> That's well,
2: not so a of it. Best, I thought we were going to straight
0: to Best male wrestler. Colin has nominated Seth Rollins, ah, Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. Uh, not Owens, together. Kevin Owens, <laughs> Dean Ambrose, Grado, and Cesaro in... A another six-pick category. Peter has selected Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, Roman Reigns, John Cena, and Cesaro. I have selected AJ Styles, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, John Cena, and Cesaro. So Kevin Owens is on this list. Because we all have Kevin Owens, I feel. And Seth Rollins is on this. Oh, Pete, you did not pick Seth Rollins. I find that interesting. Defend yourself.
2: <laughs> um, I, I think I understand why Pete
0: now picked him as well.
3: But... I don't... I, I'm pretty sure
1: I can justify that. I think...
0: I think, for start, I... he's objectively better than Finn Balor. Oh. Yeah. I, agree,
1: I, don't, I don't know.
2: I don't know about that now.
0: I I have found Finn Balor to be somewhat lackluster towards the end of the year. Seth Rollins
2: is the best on the planet.
0: That's also not true, but he's very very good. No, yeah,
1: yeah
2: I'd say he's probably the best on the planet.
1: Let's just say if Finn Balor and Seth Rollins were to have a match today, I know who my money would be on.
0: That's I I think that's a fair <laughs> argument.
1: Um, um, I think the uh, the reason why I didn't include him, I mean, except for Colin, obviously. The rest of them only got five picks. Yeah. <laughs> and I wanted to I knew that he would get talked about in the discussion and I wanted to maybe put a couple of other names on that list that I didn't think would be talked about. Okay. And those names up were Finn Balor and Cena, who I didn't think that anybody else would pick.
0: Oh no, John Cena, I think he the, the open challenge really elevated him.
1: The open challenge and he has done this year for NXT and by extension of that, for Kevin Owens yeah. and Sami Zayn.
0: Yeah.
1: And Cesaro. Yeah. John Cena, for somebody that never puts anybody else over, I think this year he spent a good portion of his time putting NXT brand over. Mm. And that US Open title challenge, using that as a vehicle to give people TV time that don't get any time. Yeah. You know, would, like, um, Zack Ryder came out for one of those.
0: Yeah, and you made him look good. He
1: slayed a couple of times, was fitted in uh, at least the discussions around them. You know, people that otherwise get TV time, and a lot of that, I think, must have been coming from John Cena, because, I mean, obviously, his, his stature in the company is such that he can basically say, no, I want to wrestle that man. And they yeah. go, okay, John, wrestle who you want.
0: Yeah. It's like, John, you've got like 15 minutes to fill. What do you want to do?
1: Yeah. I think that's what it, it comes down to, yeah. basically. So I think that he... Deserved a lot of credit for that. I'm quite happy to see him not go on to the finalist because I still don't think that he's an especially good in-ring performer.
0: But, no, I kind of put him on uh, for the same reason, though. It's like, I think he's very much worth discussing for how he has progressed as an in-ring performer this year because he's definitely better at the end. Well, he's not because he wasn't on TV. He was on TV for like one week and then separated his shoulder. But um, he... he I I think he is, like, over the course of the year, he is better at the end of the year than he was at the start of the year.
1: Yeah, coming from, I mean, this time last year, I would have quite happily no, I don't like John Cena at all. I yeah. Like, I wouldn't, well, I know that he's a particularly big fan either, Chris. So, yeah, I think the turnaround that he's had. Yeah. Um, to just endear himself to two people who were very cynical of him a year ago. I, I think I he's think kind of got to this is, point where is, they
0: finally realise that they... They can't run with him indefinitely.
1: Yeah, I think that his his biggest problem has been that he's a safe pair of hands, and the company just always turns to him when they need a safe pair of hands. And over the past ten years when he's been there, that's been pretty a big pretty big feature of WWE. Is that they've not really known what else to do? Mm. Um, I think that he has suffered in the minds of a lot of wrestling fans because of that. But um, I think that, like I say, the that he's done this year? Advanced the young, up and coming stars in yeah, that roster. Yeah, I think
0: that's very true.
1: I think they're admirable. You
2: yeah. they have to credit for the quality of the matches with Cesaro, with Owens.
1: Yeah, and he has he developed. Seen... He developed that fucking shocking-looking spring stunner.
0: Oh, that's yeah. Him. I wish that wasn't but... terrible. That be that could be such a good move if you make it look awful every single time. Yeah. <laughs> but he's tried. We...
2: When you talk about the great matches over the past few years, you always seem to come back to John Cena matches yep. in some form. So yeah. I think we have to give him credit; he is, he is good in the ring. He's not he's not anywhere near, but the indie guys that have came up, the NXT guys. But but it, he he can, he can tell the story and be either Kevin Owens needs to go against or a Cesaro. So
1: you always hear the old wrestlers talking about the. Like the, the most important thing is making the other guy look good, and I think that in of Cesaro and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, and like anybody else, even Rusev, who is an up and coming star that like the first half of the year feuding with Cena, I think in all those cases, Cena has not really appeared to be a strong in ring himself, but he's made the other guy look fantastic. Yeah, and I think that speaks
3: volumes.
0: Yeah, that's very true.
1: I mean, it's just he's been at the top of his game several years now. He's obviously well-experienced and very capable. So I think that's just a matter of his position in the company and his experience has allowed him to do that. Um, but he's done it, and he didn't have to. Mm.
0: All right. But John Cena is off this list. We've accepted that.
3: Yes. Okay.
2: <sighs> is Seth- what I think is safe Rollins. As uh, how poor his feuds have been,
0: I think that's very true. His
2: in ring work, I can't really fault. It's been pretty top notch. Almost every week he's out. Yeah, Mike work is pretty good. Yeah. The only thing is, he hasn't had a feud that I care about at all.
0: No, there's nothing. Just there's been nothing to latch onto this year. Which, to be fair, speaks volumes about how much we still like him. Like he hasn't, oh, yeah. he hasn't really done anything worthwhile this year. Like he won the world heavyweight championship at WrestleMania, in where the biggest shocks I can remember, and like it still just has done nothing particularly interesting after that, and we still love him.
1: I think that's kind of the an extension of the argument I just made about Cena, in that WWE hasn't had anybody else to fulfil that role, and Seth Rollins has done it well over the past year. Yeah, but he hasn't had any really good meaty feuds to enjoy he's had a lot of little like three week or six week feuds that haven't really amounted to much but kind of just carrying water and keeping the shows going and for a period of time he was the only like he carried the authority for a couple of weeks yeah nobody spoke
2: he is effectively he's been in his own little bubble Mm -hmm. because it hasn't, hasn't necessarily been the feud he's in it's been his character and what is he is really doing himself. Like he'll say the wrong thing to Triple H to get himself in trouble or he'll come out one week cocky as hell the next week he'll be a shit heel. Totally scared. Yeah. And it seems like he's been in his own little bubble, but I haven't put him in anything that I can care about. But it, he, he had to do with Orton and then he had a lot like, of what in reigns and then he had like a watered down Ambrose feud. Yeah. He got he had that Match with uh, he, he had a decent lot of feud with John Cena, but even that was a little yeah. Even that was
3: like that a
1: thing. secondary thing,
2: wasn't it? Yeah, I so will. I will he, say, yeah, I think top most interesting storyline, but he's been consistent in his performance.
0: I will say, I don't think he's as good this year as he was last year.
1: I've invested far more in his character this year than I did no, last year. No, I, I, I have been... Last much... year, I just didn't like him. This year, I have not liked him because he doesn't want me to like him, which I think is an important distinction.
0: I just don't... I don't think he was... As, I think last year was better. When, particularly when you look at moments like... Uh, if you look at, like, a couple of... Obviously, obviously the Shield dissolution last year. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Um, but also, I think, if you look in particular at... Um, the night that he gets John Cena to bring the authority back like that point where he's in the ring with all the cronies but the authority's gone and he literally is about to like threatens to kill Edge like threatens to kill Edge, John Cena gives in and he's like oh John you should know me better than that I'm going to kill him anyway that was amazing, that was just such a good promo it was such a good segment um, and I don't think he's been quite as good this year in those terms. I think his ring work has been better this year.
2: He hasn't had a few to care about his character as yeah. much. As in last year, he had to, obviously his heel turn and then the feud yeah. and things like that. Uh, this year, this year is, he's kind of been working with self basically, in a lot of ways. So.
1: Yeah, I think he deserves credit for doing that, but I don't think he has to be on the list because, like you say, he hasn't had any big standout periods.
2: Which uh, isn't his fault. Yeah. He's done the best with everything he's been given, but though he hasn't given him what he should have had, he should be in a much higher position now, even though he's injured. He should be in a much higher position yeah. than he has now. I in think... terms of how, how, how fans view him, he should be much higher.
1: I think really looking forward to his return though, because I think he can come back and go really, really hot. I oh, yeah.
2: he he back. All right, but it has to come back, so for sure.
3: Uh, I think so. I hope yeah. so.
2: Yeah. Right.
0: I'd like to say you're both mad men for having Roman Reigns on this list.
2: No, Roman Reigns is on my list because his in-ring work this year has been solid all year, and,
1: and he's, he's on grown- my list because he's gone from this time last year being like quite substantially disliked by a a big portion of the crowd to finally starting to get himself over. Or starting, not to get himself
3: probably, but the company starting to get him over.
2: Yeah. Like, his promos are obviously fucking, because I don't know who's writing them. (laughs) Same person as writing John Cena essentially. Um, His character I think uh, is not real what it should be. When uh, they had that moment of Survivor Series where they H. That's really where he should be. He should be a complete badass. Yep. But I can't what he's done in the ring because everything he's touched has been except, pretty damn good. Except
1: for every match he has he's thrown about 17 Superman punches.
2: Except for that I think
1: that he's come along in the ring and developed into the character that the company wants him to be. Not necessarily the character I think he should be because I completely agree with Colin he should be the quiet badass. But I think that he has developed as a character and grown into that role and managed to start winning over the crowd a little bit. Uh, it would be my justification for including him on my list. I don't know if that necessarily means that he has to make the final three, but I think that he deserves to feature in the discussion.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It, doesn't make, it just doesn't interest me.
3: It doesn't particularly interest me
2: as much as I'd like um, do want to see him as champion uh, but I thought that moment would come at WrestleMania this year but they'd maybe build him up more but as Peter says whether it's by default or whether it's actually by good storyline it's just time to get over Um, I think it's just you have to pick Sheamus and the authority or Roman Reign. there's really only going to be one option here
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that was a, a genius stroke when the WWE made Sheamus champion because what do you do if you have a potential champion that the crowd just doesn't warm to is you give them somebody that the crowd dislikes more you make him champion and they have to pick between the two and i think the crowd looked at roman reigns and sheamus and thought well one of these guys is obviously got great potential and is going to go somewhere one day we just think it's a bit too soon and the other guy bores the tits off us every week
0: yeah
3: oh i don't know I think
0: we'll leave for now. Dean Ambrose.
2: I think this is a hard year to pick out a standout performer because everyone's had that Meh year, really. I
0: don't because think it is, no... I think it's easy to pick Kevin Owens, but
3: well, the um, thing is, has uh, we'll
2: get on to Kevin Owens later. we will talk about Kevin uh, Owens Ambrose. later. Dean Ambrose. But, but Ambrose again. The on the feuds to care about. He has the Kevin Owens feud now, which is absolutely isn't so far. I like guys that just want to kill each other. The Kevin Owens feud is
0: interesting in that they're like, the writers are giving nothing to work with, so they're just like, fuck it, we'll kill each other.
2: Yeah, which is I like, I'm fine with that because the writers fuck everyone else up, so leave it to this.
1: And it's difficult to feud with Dean Ambrose because he doesn't have any strong position. Yeah,
2: it's hard. Ambrose is kind of the guy who will put in anywhere they want. They need a few weeks. Uh, they need a few weeks in IC title. They need a few weeks in the world title. They need them in shitty tag matches with Roman Reigns. They'll put them anywhere. So, I, but I think he's consistently the best
3: performers there. It just doesn't have. It doesn't have the booking behind them.
4: Mm.
1: Yeah, he reminds me... The, I mean, the commentators, I've heard them compare him to Stone Cold Steve Austin in his character. But he always reminds me of Roddy Piper because he's that. he's got that same sort of... just. He just wants to fight and... Yeah, Roddy Piper's a very good comparison, thinks.
0: actually. Yeah. Um,
1: and I think Roddy Piper did a similar job throughout his entire career. He did the, He did what was needed of him and he never... Um, he was never really at the top of the tree anywhere, but I mean, it was Roddy Piper that, for the most part, put over Hulk Hogan in the late 80s. Mm. Um, and now everybody remembers Andre the Giant, but it was Piper that did the groundwork for that. And I think that it's the same thing with Dean Ambrose. I think that he is obviously very accomplished. And a, I mean, he might really blow up and be big in his own right, but I think that at the moment, he's doing that job of being that character and that enabling other people to bounce off him i think they yeah. tried to do that with bray wyatt and had limited success and now they're doing it with kevin owens and so far i think they've had a bit more success with that
0: i think just cuz kevin owens is a better worker
3: than bray wyatt
0: yeah mm, he's, a better, he's a better mm. he's a better wrestler certainly he's better on the mic uh in that he actually does like bray wyatt's gimmick kind of wears Finn after a while. I don't think Kevin Owens does because Bray Wyatt is relying on like a single element and Kevin Owens is quite broad in his approach.
1: Mm, I think, yeah, I think Bray Wyatt's performance requires a certain acceptance from the crowd. And yeah. if he doesn't get it, it doesn't work at all. And if he gets it, it works really well. Whereas, Whereas Kevin Owens Kev- is just completely believable I'll, all the time.
0: I think the other thing with Kevin Owens is it's the opposite. Kevin Owens, in fact, requires the crowd to reject him almost. Like, uh, and he works yeah. hard to make sure the crowd rejects him, which is the job of a heel, really. Yeah. Uh,
1: but, and he does it, like, constantly. He's, like, it's, Kevin it's because, Owens because... on Twitter is an absolute dick. Yeah. He is. And, I mean, that's obviously deliberate.
0: Yeah. It's brilliant. Oh, I love him.
3: And, do you think that Dean Ambrose has
2: the potential to be the big guy there?
0: I think Dean Ambrose certainly does. I just think they need to book him right because um, he's always
2: on the cut. Um, but I think that after WrestleMania, we're going to see heal Dean Ambrose.
0: It's just a shame that Dean Ambrose doesn't look like Roman Reigns because if he did, he would be on the top of the company and be doing a much better job. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's yeah.
2: Aesthetics always come first, really. But Ambrose, I think it's going to go heel then. Tom's back face is going to be one yeah. of the biggest things there. Because crowds love them They do. Every, everyone loves them. but he's just he kept that wrong below. And I, I think here. that
1: part of that, I think that the, the business is changing and the, the company, in glacially, slowly, but the company is changing too. So I think that maybe Dean Ambrose is possibly five years too soon. But if you think about the, the people that they give big push to in the WWE now, they still very much go for that big guy character. Yeah. Whereas the people that they're signing, the people that are big in NXT, are not that.
3: Mm. So
1: in another three, four, five years, when they're all the main roster attractions, I think Dean Ambrose is going to fit a lot more believably in yeah. a fight with...
0: I think I think if you give it five years, I think five years is the right amount of time. Because um, then you're going to get people... It's going to be much more interesting... Because people like Enzo are going to be, uh, will stand out more because they'll be like, they are going to look more legitimately huge because there's hardly anyone else that big left. And uh, not Enzo, Big Cass, sorry.
2: Um, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. uh, you, need, you need some really small people for Enzo to be the big yeah. guy.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, Big Cass is going to stand yeah. out because he's going to be this huge yeah. guy. Um, yeah. And by, by, as you say, sorry, by by moving to that smaller body type, it just gives you a lot more room to play because it gives you like, you can play with a lot more body shapes then and make them all look impactful.
1: That's the way that the industry has kind of gone over the past 10 years. I mean, the indies are full of people of that sort of size and frame. I mean, Seth Rollins isn't a big guy. He doesn't do any sort of weight training at all. Which does
0: a terrifying amount of CrossFit.
1: Um and I think, I think that movement in the WWE started with CM Punk. I don't think that the WWE yeah. was ready for CM no, Punk. No, it wasn't at that time. But I think that because of CM Punk, they were more open to Seth Rollins. And I think because of Seth Rollins, and I mean they're obviously building on the platform that people like Shawn Michaels set for them. Oh
0: but yeah. For because
1: sure. of Seth Rollins, we are now much more likely to see Sami Zayn get big and Dean Ambrose yep. get big in the company. Yeah. Um I, I, think I think I, I think the
0: other thing that will change in five years is we've got a much greater chance of Triple H being in charge, and Triple H seems to genuinely appreciate technical wrestlers, regardless of aesthetic. Yeah, Triple that H was... is
1: well known to be like a wrestling fan and a historian.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah, that was the point I was going to make. There, it seems interesting that Triple H just kind of forces change under Vince McMahon's nose without noticing. Yeah, <laughs> in a way, because he's went over, took over NXT signed all these great talents that aren't huge giants, yeah. that don't work, particularly the WWE style, but he's brought them up and they've got so over in NXT, they have a the future at this point. And it's kind of done it without Vince McMahon really noticing. He's not involved in NXT. And
1: even the big guys in NXT, the guys that are sort of really well built, even I would include Finn Balor in that, but people like Apollo Crews, He's fucking massive, but he's only like five foot nine. He's not a tall man. No, he's just very muscular. Size isn't
2: really an issue, but the, the, the ultimate thing that's a, a, you can be as good as you want, but a, if your character isn't strong, mm-hmm. you're never yeah. going to get there. So that exactly. is still going to be the primary focus in WWE. But if you've got all these guys that are phenomenal wrestlers, it's, it's, it's going to be. A, the next five years are going to be really interesting to see how it moves.
1: Yeah, and the big guys don't have strong characters, and it's, I'd rather see little guys at least trying.
2: Yeah, so, does anyone care about Big Show? No.
0: Get, uh,
2: Ryback. Ryback, or does anyone actually care about Bray Wyatt at this point? I'm
0: just oh, pointing that out. Really. I can't remember what he's even doing. Oh, right. No. Bray Wyatt's about very interesting. It
2: could possibly be, but at the moment, really don't. Here, well, he, he spent shooting with
1: ECW guys. Yeah, he spent oh, a year with basically the WWE, saying look, at him, he's really scary, and then he gets beaten every time he has a match.
2: Yeah, Which just doesn't work. I anyway, think he's would Say chance for Raw Rumble.
0: Anyway, come on, let's get back to this list. Sorry, we're gonna talk about that in a minute. Um, oh, yeah, we have awards
2: here. Does
0: <laughs> does does Dean Ambrose win this list? Does Dean Ambrose get on the final list? I don't think so. No. Um, I think he'd... I don't think so yeah okay I, could... I think
1: that it's good to have him in the discussion I don't think he makes the final list
0: does Grado make the final list
1: I think Whoa. the final list is Kevin Owens Cesaro and Grado
0: I think Grado could actually make the final list I think you can, can... make a compelling argument can I make my case for Grado yeah I'm Please. perfectly willing to listen to it
2: okay two years ago he was a little comedy act on YouTube the ICW would jump up and all of it would get thrown up. And it was a little sideshow act that was, for lack of a chubby guy who couldn't really wrestle very well, and he would just get beaten up. And he mm. came out to Madonna. <laughs> now he is the most popular and most over in British wrestling. And he has helped bring ICW up to the point where it's selling out the biggest wrestling shows in a decade. It is uh, arguable. Years.
1: It's arguable that Peter has bigger big a name in British wrestling as Giant Haystacks and Big Daddy ever were. And that Every- is amazing.
2: Everyone knows Greta from something, especially in Scotland, because he's been in the, the reverse. So the Scott squad, the shows, all the little presentations, interviews, TV, and he's in TNA. But he's just had a monster's ball match with Abyss on live pay-per-view, and well, he's his gimmick is oh the fat chubby guy who does like the big boot, the or nicks all the the like people's elbows, stuff like that. The wee, the wee boot, yeah. The rolling and slice into the corner, and he is basically still that comedy act, but he's that lovable chubby that. He would be champion yet he beat Drew Galway in a brilliant match for the world title so I think it was his character and what he's progressed on I, yeah. I, I love him
1: I think like you say two years ago he was unknown I think a year ago I think it was this awards show a year ago that you told me about him yeah and like I think maybe two weeks ago there was people in the crowd at Raw holding signs that said book Grader
3: yeah
2: <laughs> and yeah that's the... a
1: meteoric rise
2: and even at the TNA show, chanting ICW when he was out there, so he is, <laughs> he, is he is he is bringing up that brand in Scotland and Britain and even America, and he's doing brilliantly well. And if you look on to the ICW YouTube channel, you'll see his way where he is deadly serious, as comedy Me Degredo is serious, Gradle, and it totally is believable for his character.
3: Yeah, I don't think. You kind of sound a
1: bit like you're a little bit ashamed of the fact that he's a comedy character, but I think, like, Mick Foley made a career in the comedy character.
2: Oh, no, there's nothing wrong with Grado being the core of the character. That is that is, oh, what his attraction is. It's the chubby, funny guy who is the old man, essentially. He's got the Daniel Bryan push, but with the added thing that he's a little bit chubby and he's funny. So, th- there's nothing wrong with that, but he is not the stif- typical guy that you'd put up at the top of the card to be a mm. company. Mm. But I see about him that he actually is. And he is the most popular guy in British wrestling.
1: And I mean, like we've said, the, the ICW show was the most popular show since Big Daddy versus Hastings Wembley. So, yeah. he's mm-hmm. arguably the biggest draw that British wrestling's had for. Th- What, 30 years, 35 years?
2: Yeah. Yeah, and he is going into America with also TNA. Yeah, i well in
0: Wellington. Wrestling Road
2: Dives. Yeah. Wrestling Road Diaries, Colt Cabana. His next documentary is Essential. So, he is getting over there as well. Yeah, it's great.
1: I think,
3: I I wouldn't. Russ
2: is the nicest
0: guy I've ever (laughs) met.
1: I wouldn't have considered him like he just wouldn't have a coat right my list but I think seeing him on your list I think that he totally deserves to be on the final
0: I don't think yep. it's a lock yet but I'm definitely willing to consider him alright we've still got a couple people like are we going to take Roman Reigns off this list
1: uh, I could see Roman Reigns going from this list
2: it's, it's hard for me to pick here because no one's had a year where I've been completely impressed with him it has been points in the year where I've liked everyone and there's points in years where I've not
3: like one. Greater. Except greater.
0: Um, are we going to put Finn Balor on the f- top three? Uh, I don't think
1: I have the support for that. I think he's had a great year. I think, I think he has. Guy. I, I just don't
0: think he's as good as other people are.
1: I think he has the potential to be, from sort of the past two years of NXT, he's got the potential to be the biggest WWE star hmm. of that crop of... Athletes.
0: I, I I don't know why. I just, there's, there's something about him that feels like it's missing at the minute to me. And I can't put my finger on it. Um, I just don't. It, it almost feels like he's holding back sometimes. Um, and the other thing I would like is I'd like a more palpable difference between normal Balor and demon Balor Like, there's not a really a big difference between the two at the minute. No,
3: that's fair. Um, Like I say, I think that he's had a, yeah, and will continue to be fantastic, but I don't think that there's enough support to get him on this list.
0: uh, Okay. Is AJ Styles
1: on this list? I have nothing of AJ Styles, really, other than short clips you've seen on YouTube and
0: various other internet video sites. Colin Um, Colin must know AJ Styles more because you've watched TNA.
2: Yeah, last I watched a 2005, so I love AJ Styles, but I haven't seen his recent work in Japan.
0: I sh- I should say
1: that really the only difference I have of AJ Styles is that he's the guy that replaced Finn Balor.
0: Yeah. As in Luke my frame of reference. Yeah. 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 Uh, so. And is probably significantly better than Finn Balor as a wrestler. Um, I absolutely love AJ Styles. I think he is probably the best wrestler on the planet right now um if we're talking like him nakamura seth rollins um, uh, maybe cesaro and a fit daniel bryan um but uh, maybe okada um i like i love him and i think he's amazing and i think he probably should be on this list and i think next year given that it, it, he is at this point although it's not been officially announced is effectively signed to a WWE contract i think he'll probably be on this list next year um because i think he'll have got more more exposure to WWE which is the product that you guys mostly watch um
1: yeah I, th- I think i should i i would like to say that i i can't argue for or against aj styles because i have no frame of reference for him really and that's my fault so i'm perfectly open to you yeah. making a compelling argument
0: like I like it. Well, it's basically. Although we haven't talked about Cesaro, Cesaro is on this list, right? We're not. There's not an argument. Cesaro is on this list. Cesaro is, is, so. is in the top three.
2: Like, it, it depends what your best criteria on. I'm basing it solely on his matches. Yeah. Which are always high stars. I, I kind of uh, think uh, I base his mic work and his character and everything like that is atrocious, but his ring work is always so. Good that I... When I'm fucking through, i always stop in a Cesaro match.
1: I think that he's. I think you're right in that his mic work and his promo stuff is very good, but and his character's not great. But I think that he's managed to make that part of his character this year. Mm-hmm. I think he's managed to make his character such that he doesn't need to do a lot of that, and he still is successful.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I think the, the. I mean, the two reasons Cesaro is on this list is. I know we all like Cesaro. And we all have Cesaro on on our lists. And I kind of think, the fact that we, although we all have him in last place, I think the fact that we've all got him on there means he kind of has earned a spot in the top three just because of that. Because we're all like, yes, we like Cesaro. I, I don't think you need to say more than that. I think that's the same reason Kevin Owens got on to the top three without debate. Because we were all just like, yeah, Kevin Owens is on our lists.
2: I still feel sorry for Seth Rollins being scrolled out here.
0: Yeah, but I think we've accepted that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel bad. Bad, because if you look at in-ring work, what he's capable of, he's probably the best, in my opinion, the best in the world. But yeah. oh, you just have not had the future yeah. to make it care enough.
1: Yeah. I think there's something to say that, uh, taken as a complete package, Seth Rollins is
3: probably the best name on that spreadsheet in front of us. Yeah.
0: All right basically um, if we if, if we accept that Kevin Owens and Cesaro are in the top 3 we have a spot for AJ Styles or a spot for Grado I forgot about Grado <laughs> and that's a very weird sentence I think um, that's a fantastic comparison <laughs> <laughs> yeah and they it's interesting because they were in there for almost opposite reasons.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, like, but... I would yeah. Put, in, my, in my perception, Grado
1: is entirely character. I don't know what his in-ring style Yeah, Grado is just all like character. All. But he's such a good character. Um, he's so good at that character.
0: Yeah, he is. But it's because it's not a character. I think it's just him.
1: Yeah, yeah
0: because um, normally people say, Oh, you it's you turned up to eleven. I'm pretty sure Grado's just Grado.
3: Yeah, I think he is just turned up, naturally.
0: Yeah. this is just his default persona. Um like, yeah, it's it's difficult because AJ Styles definitely has the personality as well. Uh and his ring work is astonishing. Um uh,
2: you really like AJ Styles, so I'll I will have AJ Styles to you.
0: I'm wait. I'm gonna oh, wait. Um... Can I have a top? <laughs> I just see if I can find this thing.
2: Because otherwise, we're going to be here till four o'clock in the morning still. But our ages sales should be on our top bus for the year.
1: I ordered T-shirts from the WWE shop after Christmas, and I ordered Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe. Thanks Those are up. the first wrestling T-shirts
0: I've ever bought. I have a Samoa Joe yep. T-shirt. Ever. Uh, wait, I'm gonna send you a link in Skype. Watch this. This is why AJ Styles should be in the top three. Um, so, so in my quest to get AJ Styles spot on this list, I've just shown the guys the end of AJ Styles versus Okada from the Dominion match I mentioned earlier. Uh, which is insane as a finishing sequence, right? Yes. That's It's ridiculous, and that's why I want AJ Styles on this list. Uh, and I, you have both now conceded this to me.
1: Yeah, I think, like I I said at the start of the list, I don't know enough about him to argue either way, so I'm happy to see that play out.
0: So that would mean that our top three consists of AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, and Cesaro. I personally go Kevin Owens and then Cesaro, AJ Styles as their runners-up. Yep,
2: and Grado, we uh, have three runners up. <laughs>
0: no, <laughs>
1: I think it's remarkable that Grado gets a mention in here with essentially three people whose largest frame of reference is the WWE
0: well, stuff. I, I think it's insane that we—he's getting a reference here and nearly gets in the list of three wrestlers who are like the some of the most technically talented wrestlers of like the last twenty years. Yeah. Um, and we
1: talked about Grado higher up than we talked about Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. Yeah.
2: In terms of my, like, what I've enjoyed most in the past year of wrestling, I've enjoyed Grado more than things. And that's helped the point. So, yeah.
3: Yeah. It's good that he got spoken about.
2: Yeah. um, I do think that 2016 is going to be a, a huge year for him.
0: Oh, definitely! Absolutely.
2: going into square goal, he's feud with Chris Renfrew, which is deadly serious now. If you go on Twitter, you'll see the promos that they're doing.
1: Saw an early promo he did about that where he was slapping somebody in the face.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I I think that was a while ago. But there's new new ones went up today that they've done, and I think Grazer's going to make big steps this year. Um, Kevin Owens is pretty much doved every match he's been in apart from a few. has. The only problem is I'd like him to hold back sometimes and not go bone endy. Like, he shouldn't be doing moonsaults from the top rope every, every year. <laughs> top rope poems every show. Stuff like that. it needs to reel back along.
3: Yeah, that's a decision we've had before, I think,
1: about the the wrestling being about evoking emotions and this is awesome, isn't it? Yeah. yeah,
2: but you can't argue that Kevin Owens has been the best heel in the company, oh it? by miles.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, his story this year coming through NXT and then up to the main roster and how he's delivered, and I um, maybe not got the position in the company that looked like he was going to get, and still he's still sort of washed up fairly high on the card.
2: and he's done it in NXT and WWE. Where, one of the guys who came up from NXT and actually not immediately been dumped into a warm card mm. feud—that's true. So does have gotta give him credit, he's making himself stay relevant, even if the creative team don't really like. Him. Yeah, um, he been, he's been, he's forced the hand in a way by being so good. Mm. So just
1: being able to like make a debut on WWE where. Against Johnson, and in those first few weeks, being happy and comfortable and good walking out with yeah. a microphone in his hand.
0: Yeah, it's true. I also, uh, the only thing I will say, well, obviously, that's around that is though Kevin Owens, best male wrestler of the year, Cesaro and AJ Styles has run us up. Agreed. I agree, I think if we were to do a super category of best overall wrestler of the year, Sasha Banks probably wins.
3: Mm, yes, I agree with that.
0: Which I cannot remember a time where I've ever been like, there are female wrestlers, in WWE at least, who I feel are close to the top male stars, and now it's like, no contest, Sasha Banks can hang with them easily. In
2: terms of the matches she had in NXT, I was more excited for a Sasha Banks match than I was a Finn Balor match. Yes. Yeah. So, that, yeah, that kind of puts it in perspective yeah. of Oh, good. She dead
0: now.
1: Yeah. And I remember when John Cena was doing all his US Open stuff, I remember really hoping that at some point, Sasha Banks answered that.
0: be amazing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Time now to look forwards to 2016. Very quickly. We'll uh, just hit the two-hour mark. Come on, Another two hours. Oh, yeah, right. Here we go. This is going to be much quicker, because we're just going to look at uh, Royal Rumble to WrestleMania very, very quickly. Royal Rumble, Roman Reigns has to put his title on the line against 29 other guys because Vince McMahon hates him, I guess, because uh, he beat up Triple H. Um, and he keeps Superman punching Vince. Like That just doesn't seem like a good idea. Stop Superman punching your boss. Anyway, <laughs> unlike the, the, the smallest of provocations. Um, right. Like, is this an interesting storyline? What happens at Royal Rumble? Brock Lesnar is now back wiped out everyone on raw like fucking just murdered about eight guys in the ring who like Brock Lesnar's obviously in the rumble match although it hasn't been confirmed he's obviously there like is he gonna win is Reigns gonna win is AJ Styles gonna arrive and win probably not um (laughs) Grado is not gonna win so like who do we think
1: I don't know, I've heard some rumours about Triple H being involved and possibly will.
2: The, that was my... That's that probably the most logical thing you do.
1: And then you've got a hit holding the title going into WrestleMania and Roman Reigns can chase him in.
2: Uh, and how how much would the internet flip out if Triple H was holding the title for four months, three months? God. <laughs> how pissed would everyone be Yeah, that Triple H is holding the title and not wrestling?
0: It would be a genius way to make everyone accept Roman Reigns as champion. Yeah, Roman Reigns wins it back at WrestleMania. Everyone's like, "Well, thank God that's over." Um, yeah. It it to me though, it just seems very likely that we get Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns two at WrestleMania. at WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, I think that's the way they're shaped up with as we draw.
0: And there's no need, yep. there's no chance for shenanigans now because there's no Money in the Bank.
1: Uh,
3: no,
2: there's not. So, but you've got to resolve that Triple H feud somewhere. So, to me, so my... to me it's it's got to go down the Triple H route.
1: And I think the problem with having Lesnar against, I mean, I think this company looks like it's going to go. But I think the problem with having Lesnar against Reigns at WrestleMania is that one of them will have to lose that match.
0: Yeah, but I, I've, I've built I've, built otherwise, otherwise, defeated. realistically you are paying Brock Lesnar a lot of money to not be in the main event of WrestleMania otherwise. Brock
2: Lesnar doesn't really need to be in the main event, really, to be an attraction in his zone. Oh, no, no, I'm I'm not arguing that.
0: My argument is more from the financial perspective for WWE, is that you're just paying him a lot of money to not be in the main event.
1: From their financial perspective, I wonder if they care if he's the main event or if he's just, I mean, he can be mid-card and still draw.
0: But otherwise, like, who wrestles Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania? Well, is it.
1: they need to ship up another feud. That would be amazing.
0: It would, yes, I'll give you that. That would be incredible. Yep.
3: Yeah. Because yeah. obviously, we've now well, got we'll John, C-
0: John Cena out. Seth Rollins is out. So, Randy Orton's out. Randy Orton's out. So, that's like two, uh, three top stars there.
2: Boss well, some
0: of your mid card as well. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um of- ov- obviously there's the terrible news that Connor is out. Um
1: so like
0: Hold on, I'm gonna need a moment. That's
1: the first time I've heard this. news.
0: Yeah, Connor from the Ascension is has also got a <laughs> shoulder injury, which makes me wonder what the fuck is going on at WWE.
2: Did we not nominate the Ascension for Best Tag last
0: year? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I think we did. Oh man. Anyway, what I the fuck? It's, it's like big show going walking around big stage and just like yanking on people's arms or something. So he can slowly work his way back up to main event spot by injuring everyone else.
2: I still think Bray Wyatt's an for the Rumble. Uh yeah,
1: the, I think the, the whole stuff on this week's Ru is very interested mm. the way they were basically the authority was throwing everybody at Roman Reigns they ordered the Wyatt family to go and the
3: Wyatt family didn't get involved at all. So it's kind
1: of interesting that they're sticking and letting the white family stick there, like they're not traditional heel. So So
0: here's my current prediction: is Roman Reigns loses the Royal Rumble due to Triple H doesn't win, he loses the Royal Rumble due to interference from Triple H, which sets up Triple H versus Roman Reigns at Fastlane, and then you can do uh roman reigns chasing whoever wins the royal Rumble through to wrestlemania which in my opinion is probably brock lesnar and then you do brock lesnar versus roman reigns 2 at wrestlemania
3: that's probably
0: the
2: most likely i you,
0: think the triple set, h idea is more interesting because you settle the triple h feud um and you uh, I mean the only downside to this is you settle the Triple H food at Fastlane which might feel a little bit underwhelming
3: yeah
0: Daniel Bryan the question is are they ever going to clear him to wrestle
2: oh, what if the, so. what, what if they clear him for the Rumble that and would be he it. comes back amazing wins your title
0: if, he's he's come, a if he comes entry. back and wins it after See, two years of basically be, like in fans views being fucked over at the Royal Rumble.
1: Especially now that fans have kind of forgotten about the fact that they were desperate for him to appear at last Royal Rumble. If he turns up and wins the title from Roman Reigns at this Royal Rumble, that would just be so funny. It would just be like an ultimate troll.
2: Yeah. Do you know what? Do you know what I actually want to do Just for uh, Daniel Brown to come out and get immediately eliminated.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or just torch just, just to the internet explode in pure rage. And just to watch that arena
2: get burned down.
0: <laughs> oh man, no, it's not land, though, It's like it's going to be super smarky.
2: Well, if would you not, then could you maybe not do a Daniel Bryan Brock Lesnar match and then have Reigns Triple H on WrestleMania?
0: Yeah, I think Daniel Bryan Brock Lesnar is quite interesting and do and then do Reigns Triple H. Yeah, it's probably the the it's, sanest way. On paper, Brian on paper,
2: yeah, on paper, the Bryan Lesnar match is ridiculous. But sell in a way that it's, that makes sense. And Daniel, no, Bryan I, th- I think
0: I think you can up. because you actually just end up selling them both as like technical wrestlers to an extent. Although Brock Lesnar is normally sold as the powerhouse, you can play up his like NCAA background a lot more as well, and like some of his MMA stuff, and play him more as like you can play it as like technical versus technical.
3: Yeah, but Lesnar's still like
0: two weight classes. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> that doesn't matter. In WWE. <laughs> no, one cares. Um, uh, like yeah. if if that's your argument, there's basically no one on the roster wrestling bro, wrestler at that point if you're going to institute a weight class system. Uh, well, that's the way it kind of is. Yeah, I mean that's that's true. Um, look, I I just I I can't see Reigns winning the uh, the Rumble personally. I
1: don't know because I I, if, I think if Reigns doesn't win. Then at WrestleMania, the logic suggests that at WrestleMania they make him champion again, and then he'll be two time champion, and he's still so
3: young. No,
0: three time champion.
1: He- Oh yeah, of course, three
0: times,
3: Jesus. And he's still so young.
0: Yeah. Um, so Reigns
2: winning is a potential show for this.
0: I, I think the, uh, problem, the, problem, uh, the problem of Reigns winning is it makes like the run into WrestleMania really uninteresting. Well, you could throw something else in there. Like, Reigns
2: wins the Rumble, he has to start at number one, and after the match he's celebrating, and all of a sudden Triple H comes out and announces it. <laughs> Because he's a boss, he wants a on match now.
0: Well, like right after the rumble.
2: Yeah, he's a boss; he can do it once.
0: No, I'd be much more interested if, like, I'd rather Triple. H, if that's the deal, I'd rather Triple H like entered the rumble. Or I think the most interesting way Triple H doing that is saying, "Actually, the rumble is thirty-one entrance this year, and I'm number thirty-one, and off you go." Yeah, like, like that's that, but... that's a much more interesting approach than him coming out and, like just demanding a match. Um, well. Uh... If Reigns goes
2: through and wins his triumphant, and then gets robbed, does that not make a more compelling storyline?
0: Well, that's what I think. If, if, that's why I say bring him in at thirty-one because yeah, Reigns yeah, like, thinks he's won, and then you bring him in and be like, "No, there's thirty-one entrance. Bam, done. I win."
2: It's nice that we've got a lot of unknown for the WrestleMania because last year you could see where it was going. Pretty yeah. much, I, I think the reason summer, it's a I think so. the
0: reason it's hard to see where it's going. Is that the Undertaker uh, that everyone is injured now? Um yeah, and what's like, your worst thing? That- like Sting's out, which was the obvious one for the Undertaker. So like who do you face against the Undertaker now? It's gonna be John Cena. John Cena's out. So who do you put in that match? You don't want to put Brock Lesnar in there again, you can't. You don't want to put Triple H in there again, it would be boring. Like Kevin Oaks. Kevin Owens would be interesting, but you want to, you also want to book Kevin Owens against Brock Lesnar and you can't book him against both.
2: Kevin Owens feuds with everyone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this Triple threat
2: match. This is possible. But then I also think get Kevin and Jericho match. Oh,
0: Stop God, it. No. Stop booking Kevin Owens. We'll deal with him in a minute. I'm like, really kind of warming up Kevin
1: Owens, Dean Ambrose. Yep.
0: Yeah, I think if they run at WrestleMania, I'm fine with that icy title feud and the way WrestleMania would be interesting. Um, I I think Undertaker like needs a needs an opponent that's pre for me WrestleMania in Texas that's the key element who do you give to the Undertaker
2: Oh I've forgotten about someone massive here The Rock
3: The Rock The Rock is back but has not an
2: what he's doing But, but if The Rocks and the Roman wins the world title but, from Roman Reign. But is the Rock back the Rock's announced he'll be at WrestleMania. He hasn't announced what he's doing. No, he'll do, so he leaves-
0: do the same thing he did last year. Well,
2: that leaves it to whatever could happen. He could win the Rumble. He could come against Lesnar. Couldn't put him against Undertaker. That's, that wouldn't work.
0: Okay, but- so the, the interesting one for me, there's one that we haven't mentioned. Kane. We could do Kane. And Kane has been my long time favorite because I think this might like there's a lot of people saying this would be his retirement match. I think based on actually what we've seen of him over the last year, it might not be because he's actually looking in pretty good shape and that he could go for a little while longer if he wants to. However, yeah. I think this is the most logical place for him to retire because he retires on his terms and he retires in his home state at his show, like that's the way to do it. And also because it's the Undertaker, he is gonna go out on his back. There's no way he there's no way he wins this. Like he I, I think Undertaker loses at WrestleMania and is done. And the person mm. I would like I I think would be interesting if they build it right is Finn Balor, but I don't think they'll do it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I think it's too high profile. I think the only interesting thing you can do is demon and Bala and do something with that
1: I don't think there's enough time to get Bala out of n x t and into the w no. w e universe's no. minds no i't think some... i don't
0: think there is I've, i I think if
1: they wanted to do something similar to that, then they would probably just half ass it with Bray Wyatt again
0: Oh, but it'd be yeah. terrible it'd be like yeah. the third time in a year
1: but
3: the way w w e goes.
0: Ugh.
2: You've also got to potentially Balor with this Balor Club or Bullet Club, if that happens.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's if, interesting. If they come
2: in, that's a big signing. Yeah. They they could go up again. It could be the Wax, It could could be anyone, really, if something like that were to happen.
4: Yeah, so
2: yes. I think, yeah, I think most likely it's probably Reigns, Lesnar, then probably even The Rock and then Triple H.
0: Like the Rock Triple H has been a big like one rumored for a long time and that does also fall nicely into the reigns triple h feud as well with the whole family element um yeah. so i mean that's that could be a potential way to end the rumble as triple h tries to interfere and the rock comes out and stops him mm-hmm. uh, i think that'd be a potentially interesting way and then that sets up wrestlemania for those two i think the only problem is i don't think the rock wants to wrestle
1: and I don't think that Roman Reigns
3: needs to, to come out and hold his hand. No. I think that weakens Roman Reigns.
0: I I agree. Um, I personally would like to see... So I think you can do Reigns loses, Triple sets up a Triple H feud through to WrestleMania. You do something with him at Fastlane but I don't know what, but you maybe like end it with authority shenanigans. And then at WrestleMania, it's the actual match. Do
1: you know what could be quite awesome? What? If the Royal Rumble ends with Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns in the ring and Roman Reigns puts him out and from that, they go into a feud that goes Mm -hmm. title against title at WrestleMania.
0: I think actually the most interesting way is that Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose are both in the ring and they both hop out the ring at the same time. (laughs) Like together. Because how much of a fuck you is that to the authority? Yeah. <laughs> but then nobody has the belt. Exactly.
2: Oh, maybe they do that while at the same time and Ambrose doesn't jump down.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, And he just sets, up, just sets up the Ambrose heel turn. Then.
3: Yeah. But then I, Ambrose holds the, both titles. The, Unless
2: the Ambrose, he loses
1: the t- his Intercontinental title earlier that night.
2: Yeah. I've been saying this for about a year now, but the Ambrose heel turn's got to come. Yes. Yeah. It's got to, and it's got to. But to, to be fair, we keep rate.
0: we keep singing about that about Roman Reigns as well, when it's not happening.
2: Reigns won't turn at all ever. I don't But you've always, I think Ambrose can and will and needs to. So,
3: so many possibilities for Mania.
0: There are. It's difficult to
3: call.
2: Very interesting.
1: Yeah, I think because the Rumble is so uncertain. That so we just don't know what everyone's going to be in coming out of I, that. I, I Whereas, think, like you say, this time last year, we kind of knew.
0: I think what, almost the was going almost depressingly, the injuries have just made it so unpredictable, and you're you're not like yeah, injuries are a good thing, but they really have <laughs> they've really helped. Yeah,
1: yeah um, it's unfortunate. Company is, but it's
3: made it exciting again. Hmm. Why? Um,
1: but yeah,
0: so
2: I I, I think we'll see an Years, yeah.
0: In
1: Tasmania, I think so too. I think so they've got see- the
2: take. they they've got the takeover before, but I've got a feeling that they'll have some NXT involvement, either like the battle royal or ladder match. Well, because obviously
0: Hideo Tommy was in the battle royal last year. Yeah, so I think they probably do that again.
3: I f-
2: I think they'll have something bigger than that. But well, I, like I know I, that I know I, that runs than the night before. Yeah, I think, that's the, I think
0: that's the problem is you don't want to like you don't want to take a big match off of Takeover to put it on WrestleMania necessarily. So no,
2: but I I do think there'll be more involvement whether it's a tag team or something.
0: I think a tag yeah. team would be a good shout. Like if they do like a, a four way for the titles or something and throw an NXT team in there just to give them a little bit of exposure, I think that would be more interesting.
1: Or even if they do the Battle Royal again and let somebody from NXT win it this time.
0: Yeah, yeah, but that means fuck all.
1: Well, yeah, but it, it's exposure that
3: they...
0: Yeah. From. They will forget about it like a week later. Or, in fact, later that night, they will forget who won <laughs> the Battle Royal.
3: Yeah, and it'll probably be a match before yeah. the actual pay-per-view anyway.
0: Yeah. Poor Andre the Giant. No one remembers him, even though they gave him a memorial. Um. Yeah, I just don't know. I think we can't call it. So we should so just finish are, this podcast.
2: Are we excited, or are we still down with WWE? I, I, we...
0: yeah, with the the new Japan guys arriving, has got me a little bit excited.
1: I think that over the past few months, WWE has. I think lot. I've lost interest a lot more than I had done in the previous six months. I think it's gone downhill for me. I think I'm still very much excited about NXT. I think that's brilliant. and I'm still an avid watcher of that every week. Um, I'm always excited about the Royal Rumble. It's my favourite event of the year and always has been. I love the Royal Rumble match. And I think that the uncertainty around it this year makes it more interesting. Yeah, the
0: uncertainty really sells it for me.
1: uh, While I would say that WWE has kind of gone downhill for me over the past few months, I'm always optimistic that it's about to turn around, which is kind of how they get you, isn't it? Yeah,
0: pretty that's much. kind of why people that's keep what watching.
1: I think I don't think I know anybody that likes wrestling that watches it and goes, "Oh yeah, WWE's brilliant." Everybody watches it and goes, "Yeah, but they could be so much better."
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm yeah, I'm like you. Uh, I pretty much watched most of Manchester in WWE over the past few months from. Probably SummerSlam onwards. Yeah, about it's, downhill.
1: it's got hard to watch, but at the same time, you are kind of always thinking, well, you know, maybe Cesaro will finally get that push. Maybe Daniel Bryan comes back this week. You know, it's always seems to be like it wouldn't take that much and it would be exciting and interesting again. But it's very much not exciting and interesting at the minute.
2: No, but. There is potential going into WrestleMania for it to really pick up, and if if these new guys are coming in NXT or even the main roster with Bauer mm-hmm. that's that's really exciting for me.
1: Well, like I say, I think I think that those signings are exciting, but I think I see them more as an NXT thing for the first few months anyway. And I think then that they come up to the main roster, possibly as a package with Balor.
2: Yeah, because they have to introduce them because. The hardcore fans, of know about Bullet Club and yeah. Fanker. So. But um, uh, 70% of the audience is not really going to care about who these guys are.
0: No, that's why I think they need to introduce them and make an impact. Um, I think, yeah. So, I, I, as it looks like they're doing... If, the, the interesting one is, do they lump AJ Styles into Baller Club or not? I don't
1: think so. I think they play off what happened at the end of New Japan Pro Wrestling run with those guys. Because I, I think when the obvious, on AJ.
0: the obvious thing is you you keep um, you keep Anderson and you keep Gallows and you put them with Finn, um, mm-hmm. and then as a heel team, as a heel team, and turn Finn by the heel, uh, and then because he's got the jacket for it, that leather jacket is such a heel jacket. <laughs> How is he not turned heel? Uh, and, and then I thought he
1: just borrowed that from Razor Ramon.
0: <laughs> it's, yeah, it's perfect. Uh, so I I think what you do is you do that and then you, AJ Styles and Nakamura, you debut separately as two things. The other way you do it is you love.
2: Atami coming back as well.
0: coming back as well.
2: The other they thing. You could put that as Bauer as the one that put him out injured.
0: Yeah, I mean, not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. the reason I don't think that plays in NXT is Atami is not a New Japan star. But anyway. Um, it's
2: Japan to everyone else no
0: one cares no, the, the, I think that works on WWE I don't think that works in NXT because in NXT people know the difference I don't know
2: the difference no so. but I
0: think if you look at like the crowd app like, because it doesn't actually matter what the TV audience thinks for NXT it also matters a lot more what like the full sale audience thinks and the full yeah. sale audience will know yeah Um. so I, I think what you you do, uh, you could definitely play off like the Japan stuff still, but I just don't think you you make it a little bit more ambiguous than that. I think the other thing you do is you bundle everyone together with with Balor and Gallows and Anderson and, and Styles as a foursome and do like a NWO type angle.
1: Or you have them, AJ Styles and Nakamura go into WWE with Gallows and Anderson chasing them on the main roster. And getting their ass handed to them for a few weeks, and then they show up on NXT trying to get Finn Balor to go with them. They yeah. need their leader back.
0: I I think it's interesting because I don't know. I I think for me, you debut maybe like Nakamura and Styles separately, um, because like cause they were they are different character. They are like rivals, basically. Is how they've been. But I
1: see. I I don't really have much of a gauge of how big these guys are, and I mean. When they signed, when NXT signed Finn Balor and um, Hideo Itami, uh, and when they signed Kevin Owens, Kevin Steen, they yeah. they were like, to me, I think they were the biggest names around the indie scene at that time. Yeah, And Finn Balor coming from New Japan Pro Wrestling. But I think they were kind of big, huge names, and they still went through their NXT journey.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I I think the only difference to me is that like, uh, Finn Balor was on a good amount of money but not like a huge paycheck AJ Styles was almost certainly on a fucking huge paycheck in New Japan like he was making a lot of money
1: yeah well the speculation because AJ Styles has been quite public about not wanting to go to WWE so the speculation that they've basically just backed up a truck and yeah just offload some of that cash
0: yeah Um, like so i if you also think about size um like gallows and anderson are different and would be like a mid would be maybe like like uh wyatt family kind of level of tag team like mid upper mid card but like not huge Mm -hmm. um uh style it's I'll put it this way. Stars and Nakamura just fought for the Intercontinental belt at Wrestle Kingdom. But the Intercontinental belt in New Japan would probably be... You know when WWE had two top titles? They had the WWE yeah. title and the World Heavyweight Championship. Like, and the that World Heavyweight Championship was seen as a little bit lower in the WWE title. That yeah. would be kind of the IWGP pelt, the Intercontinental belt. Like they like the intercom maybe a little less but it's like it's considered very much closer to the iwgb pelt in in terms of like uh importance and the the bigness of the match um and so yeah those two were basically uh it would be like signing the stars from the co-main event of wrestlemania the night the next night If you took, like, the stars from, like, a co-main event match at WrestleMania and signed them the next night, that's what they just did. Hmm. So that's a pretty big deal. So do you think that
1: um, Nakamura and AJ Styles are nailed on to just go straight onto the main roster?
0: I suspect so. Um, I think maybe maybe Nakamura. The only reason not Nakamura is I don't know how good his English is. Um, Yeah. That's the only thing with Nakamura. I will say is I've, I've got no idea how good his English is. Uh, I know he, I've I've seen him cut promos in English, but it's not like he's definitely not fluid. So that's the only reason I can maybe see him either going to NXT or being held back slightly, is just to so he even if he's not actually on NXT, I can see him going for the Performance Center. Well,
1: yeah, that's the other option is that they've signed them, but they don't put them on TV for three months. Yeah, I, so I anyway. think I think all four and of them are going on to the, and I, stuff.
0: I think it's it. It's nailed on that all four of them are going to performance center first for like a month because right. that's just their system. That's what WWE have done now yeah, uh, to work
1: on character and intro.
0: Yeah, I, I and to learn the slight differences in WWE style. And I think maybe they um, fast track them through that process, but they also don't like to fast track people through that process. So it's well, no, but there's precedence. I mean, Kevin Owens was only there for three months. Yeah, exactly. Well, that, the, the, he started appearing on Raw. The, the interesting thing with Kevin Owens as well, and this is this is what they've said is that everyone is the same because Finn Balor did this as well, is you go there and for the first month you sit on a bench and you watch. Yeah. And like this is going to be a really interesting one to see if they stick to their guns or not.
1: Well, they did. And they did the same with Asuka. She was... Or Asuka. She was... Um, a big star in Japan, and she arrived and went into the induction class, the same as everybody else. She went in with the guys that won the Tough Enough. Yeah, I
0: I think this is a big deal. I would say, like, i try to think of a good equivalent. Um, I would say, if you have just signed AJ Styles, it would be the equivalent of signing Randy Orton and putting him into developmental. Like, that's the kind of level star we're talking.
2: With the casual audience. Oh know. no,
0: I'm talking in a new Japan context, sorry. Like And a New
2: Japan and TNA and an A wrestling, yes. Yeah. And in terms of the wider audience, no.
0: No, he's definitely not. But that that's my point, is like you've bought in a star who is like like one notch off being the very top star. But this is it. They've
1: uh, I mean, if if that's all true, they've got nothing to do in terms of their in-ring performance so but they'll still they're still going to want them at the performance center to work on character and to work on like camera positions and stuff even things like that yes that's the the thing is massive talking about that kind of finn Balor's given interviews where he said that that was the strangest thing that he had to adjust to was just knowing where the cameras were
0: oh yeah i think styles will be fine with that because he's worked tna which is basically the wwe tv style um i i just think i think for me the question is like do do they set a new precedent or not with how they deal with people at performance center i think that's just gonna be the one interesting thing for me
1: well the other thing i mean if they've got milestones that inductees have to hit at the performance center the other thing is that if they're that accomplished they'll come and hit those milestones in a week
0: oh yeah absolutely it's, it's just, yeah, it it, yeah it just depends if they go we feel it's time-based or x or y based you yeah. know it's like do we base things on you have been here this much time and therefore this happens or do they base it on you have reached this achievement and therefore this happens? Yeah. Um, so well, it if,
1: seems to be from watching the breaking ground TV show. It seems to be assessment based. Yeah. Based on coach assessments.
0: Yeah. So it always which, has the final say as well. Yeah. In, in which case, if it is assessment based, like all four of those guys blitz through it in about half an hour and yeah. they're just like, yeah, we, we can do all these things. Like it's not going to be an issue. Um, and
1: then the, the impression I get is that it then gets brought to Triple H's attention and he basically has to say yes or no, but then Vince gets the final word.
0: Yeah. I just, I think these, these guys might prove to be slightly different, but we'll have to see. Um, Just because of, I, I, I think the reason I think these guys are different is um, to me, these guys are not and um, because you hear about guys like Kevin Owens when they got bought in and it was made very clear that they had signed to NXT although like the AJ Styles stuff has not been formally announced it seems to be very clear that he is signing to a WWE contract not uh yeah but I think a lot of that
1: I mean they they said the same thing it was WWE contracts that the tough enough winners got yeah, and they're obviously going into development. I mean that's
0: true, but when they but when they've talked about people like Kevin Owens etc. coming in, when they've talked about indie stars etc. coming in from the outside, um, it's always been presented as these guys have been signed to like the next class of NS- NXT stars etc. And I think that's going to be interesting. Oh, we'll, we'll see. It's the only thing to do is see because we can't second guess what they're yeah. going to do. Yeah. Uh, my my only. Okay. Re- Gallows has been there before, so that may speed up the process. Yeah, that's true. Um, I I think for me, the thing is, like, Gallows and Anderson not so much, but the Nakamura and Styles. Like Vince has got out a lot of money here, and it depends how quickly he wants that return on investment. You know,
1: like yeah, and like you say, I mean, the roster's heavily depleted at the minute, so this might simply be um a case of we'll throw some money at it and see if we can patch that up short term yeah so they won't be that concerned with their characters and all being perfect when they come on they just need bodies on the main roster
0: yeah it also depends like because for me you just be like oh yeah we hired aj styles he can just be aj styles and you're done nakamura you kind of have to work on it a little bit because he's only worked in japan really like as a big star um he's worked in indies all over the world but his like main bulk of his career has been in japan um and although he's fucking amazing like he like his presentation style is if you um i can't remember what's, but someone said it's like half mick like it, it is pretty much 50 percent mick jagger the way he struts about it's absolutely amazing he's brilliant Um, it's it's actually it is kind of like if you imagine a mixture of I guess like Mick Jagger and maybe David Bowie who likes to knee people in the face really hard.
1: (laughs) He's Daniel Bryan's dream match. Yeah,
0: he is Daniel Bryan's dream match, and that's gonna be interesting as well. Um, like because Daniel Bryan did tweet after like all the stuff started coming out, like, "Will you just clear me already?" Mm-hmm. Um, with a link to the tweet so yeah Daniel Bryan wants that match badly uh, and that match would just be two guys kneeing each other in the face for 20 minutes <laughs>
1: mm. no that sounds okay to me
0: um, I actually think I will say about Nakamura is the reason I've, Nakamura I can actually see potentially being held back for a little bit just because Nakamura work, has worked almost exclusively strong style and I doubt WWE are going to let him work strong style so, uh, particularly if you're in a rash of injuries and you've got an outstanding concussion lawsuit, you maybe don't <laughs> want the guy who works in like a stiff style coming straight up to the main roster, you know?
1: Um, yeah, for the other competitors more than anything else. Yes,
0: not for him. He'll be fucking fine. He'll just be like, "What are you? What do you mean? I'm dangerous? Knee to the face? It's fine. <laughs> Clear me now, doctor, or you'll get a knee to the face." <laughs> exactly. Um yeah. All right. Well we don't know what's gonna happen. It's all very interesting, so let's just wrap this up. <laughs> that
1: was basically a long winded way of us going, I haven't got a fucking clue, mate. Yeah,
0: no idea. Um so we're gonna try and do this more regularly. Um I, I think we the next one we're probably gonna record is when is the Royal Rumble? Is it in a week or two weeks?
1: Two weeks, I think it's the twenty is it 24th?
0: twenty Yes, yeah. Twenty fourth, so that's a week on Sunday. Yeah. So we're probably not going to get a pre Royal Rumble episode out, um, but we're definitely going to do a post one. Well, as we've just
1: established, there's not much.
0: <laughs> yeah, we, we, we don't have. Yeah, a we play. we can't tell you what's going to happen anyway. That was our <laughs> pre Royal Rumble <laughs> episode right there. That's it. We're very excited to see Kevin Owens versus uh, Dean Ambrose. Um, that's about it. And Calise, presumably, Kalisto versus Alberto Del Rio will also be fine. Uh, and in the Royal Rumble match, which would be brilliant. Hooray. Uh so they've been brilliant,
2: wait a slow shit for the last two years. Yeah, so. probably
0: probably a bit of both. Um yeah. right, quickly before we wrap this up, one surprise entrance you'd like to see at the Royal Rumble. Um
3: I, I don't know. Daniel Bryan's a logical choice. Yeah.
1: Gradle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, I would. That would be so cool, and they're licensed
1: love... like a prayer as well. So his music yeah. just kicks in, and the whole crowds
0: fucking silent. <laughs> <laughs> so they don't know who he is. What the fuck is oh, this?
2: This—that is the best thing about his TNA run because knows who the fuck he is or, or what he's saying. <laughs> Show at it, yourself at an American audience in Florida, and they don't have a fucking clue what's happening. I like.
0: And <laughs> the, the TNA crowd into him
2: they starting to get into him, a bet, but effectively, no. they have no idea what his, he's saying. His character theory.
0: is very Scottish. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's very tailored for, like, a Scottish um, crowd.
2: Pretty much, yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, you can always dream and hope. Um, the, otherwise, the bones I want to see as, you know, the nails of Daniel Bryan.
0: Uh, I would go with Finbala. Mm. Um, That'd be nice. I'd like to see one NXT guy and the logical choice is obviously the champ, right?
2: Oh, no. Samoa Joe.
0: Yes. or Samoa Joe. Oh, Samoa Joe just coming and then wrecking people.
1: I think if you're going to have an NXT guy, it should be Samoa Joe and he should get a good 10 minutes and clear out a good four or five people.
0: Imagine Samoa Joe just coming in and suplexing people over the top rope.
2: (laughs) And, And then Brock Lesnar comes out.
0: Yeah. Simo- and you just have a fucking war. Samoa Joe versus Brock Lesnar suplex fight. That's it. Brock Lesnar fights Samoa Joe at WrestleMania. We've solved it. Uh,
1: and Kevin Owens in a triple threat.
0: <laughs> no, you do the Kevin Owens Dean Ambrose thing. That'd be fine. This is why WWE
1: would never hire me because I just overbook everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: they're all triple threat matches. Why is yeah. Yeah, why is this entire card triple threat matches, Peter? Because. <laughs> We need somebody for the main event. What about Kevin Owens? Well, he's already <laughs> wrestled
1: four
0: matches tonight. Pete, come on! He might be like, he might not want to wrestle anymore. He just <laughs> might might be a bit sleepy now. Yeah. Uh, right, that's good to do it anyway. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, you can get us on Twitter at uh, bygodblog. That's b y g a w d blog. You can get us on Tumblr at uh, bygod.tumblr.com. You get me on Twitter as Halberts. H a l b. Proving it. Uh, you can call in as Colin Barr, that's Bar with two R's, and you can get Peter as Clustle Blue, and we will be back after the Royal Rumble. That, that thought, is not oh, my Twitter handle. <laughs> handle. I did I get that the wrong way around? I thought I said Peter... Oh no, Bar 66, sorry, isn't it? It's Bar with two R's, Bar 66, there you go. Because
2: it's like you never knew me, Chris. I don't. I don't. Um, How often have, do you have to type in my Twitter handle? Not
0: that this often, because I type, I type in Colin Barr and it works out what I mean. i part um, If you... He... Uh, but that is good to do it. We'll be back after the Royal Rumble with our thoughts on the Royal Rumble. Uh, but for now, say goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.